0: Everyone And welcome back to the Joy Clicks Games cast. This is episode 85. I'm your host, Christian Buckley, joined as always
1: by the cozy conductor, Kevin Diaz. How are you? Greetings. How are you? It is cold now in Arizona. Really? And by cold, uh, I mean, uh, like the high yesterday was like 62. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's cold for not cold, chilly. You know, a like, jacket was needed. You know, as I was leaving the gym last night, I felt. A uh, uh, substantial wind chill. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I mean, that, does it's that time of
0: year for me with October? Obviously, there's like the the seasonal element of Halloween, October, scary, spooky stuff. When it comes to being in the right mood for a specific game, you know, like love playing a Resident Evil, love playing an Arkham, uh, and a lot of that is because of the weather. Does that does that happen for you at all with the seasons? Like is seasonal feelings and moods for games a thing in Arizona for you?
1: Um not really. Nah. I don't know. Like I do want to play the Wake more and more this month just cuz it's like the only spooky game I'd see out right now that I've any interest in playing at least. You know what I'm sure. saying? Um Metroid gave me a little bit of a spooky vibes for sure. Those those oh, those enemies, yeah, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Those enemies are creepy as fuck, man. Creepy as fuck. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like it's yeah. Like we obviously don't get snow here, or whatever. It just becomes like a tundra in Phoenix. You know what I'm saying? In the no. uh, in the old no. now. When you say tundra, time. you mean like what forty degrees? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like okay. like hey, I mean the, when it when it gets to like December, our lows are like in the low thirties. You know what I'm saying? Like well, it 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 definitely gets down there for sure. I'm not saying it's often, you know, mm-hmm. but it, it definitely gets out there. Also, last week I noticed that our Discord region is Newark. Have you noticed that?
0: I did not. No. That is I'm not uh, sure New why Jersey
1: why. So hmm. Oh oh okay, all right. Never mind.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I mean maybe yeah. that's, that's just the closest East Coast server. I imagine there should be a New York server, so I don't know why I'm not connected to that one. I'm Massachusetts, I'm closer to New York than I am New Jersey, but Discord things, you know. Uh, we got a packed Absolutely. show, we got some stuff to go over, we got hypes and holdups for the fall gaming season as pots for the week. Uh, if you listened to last week's episode, there was an issue, but we're here now, we're gonna have a good time, we're gonna go over every game releasing this fall, but before we get to any of that, and of course a lot of Metroid Dread talk, patch notes real quick, uh, these are two updates to stories we talked about over the last few months i guess uh a while back i don't know kevin you might know what month this was but there was the drama originally of the announcement and redacting of the closing of the ps3 and vita storefronts uh yeah 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 more recently it's been updated that this month october will be the the final time you can tie a credit card to a purchase on said store, and uh, if you're looking to easily go through it, uh, I think that feature is being removed at the end of October. You're still gonna be able to buy PSN currency through whatever vendor you choose, but the easy, simple, my visa is tied to my PSN, my PS3, is leaving this month. So, yeah, figured that would be a good update.
1: What, you know what? Realize we never talked about we we never talked about um uh Crystal Dynamics helping out with uh initiative or whatever. I, have we? I don't know. I remember you know I think that might have been the
0: week you we were out because I absolutely talked about that with Jack on Excelsior because okay. <laughs> very yeah, relevant yeah. to that game. But um Right,
1: right, gotcha.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think we did. I mean we can bring it up real quick here if you want. Um I How do you think feel it's, about that? I think it's interesting. Um, it, it's weird that it was announced. I think that's that was where I fell on it, and that's where Jack was as well. Like these types of partnerships and pairings aren't like rare. It's just rare to give it a spotlight like that of Twitter, of all places, yeah. from an yeah. unverified twitter account too like it was a weird way to reveal it it was weird that it was revealed but the fact that
1: also also during a direct when everyone's attention is not like necessarily towards them or whatever you know what i'm saying maybe Uh, maybe that's reading too much into it it was like during the direct yeah like it was like shortly after, like it was it was definitely the same day like i think towards the second half of the direct like maybe later on in the day when, like, everyone was talking about the Direct. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's not anything to do with it. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't even realize it, it was right.
0: in the same vicinity. But, yeah. um, I mean, that game is... Perfect Dark is the thing they're helping out with. That Perfect yeah. Dark is, like, years away. So, I don't think it's a problem. That game is still in, like, early stages of development. Like, early, early. But.
1: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like... I think that I think we I think we can healthily read into them announcing it maybe as like Crystal having a lot more of a hand in the development as opposed to other things that we've seen in the past where it's been, you know, more more like a support thing. Right. Like it 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 came to light a few weeks ago that, um, you know, Naughty Dog and um, uh, Sucker Punch shared mocap for horse physics. And horse movements, you know, because both the games have horses, like stuff like that, right? Like that, I think is a little bit different than like announcing that early on in development, uh, of an, of, of a studio that has been, I think, working on this game since twenty eighteen, right? Like, like since they got formed. The initial two thousand eighteen, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, i'm not 100 percent sure
0: i'm not like up to stuff on dates of things yeah. but I, I know they were hiring for like a while
1: yeah so. and like i think recent numbers of that team's like staff is like 80 people right and then there's the whole quadruple a uh uh you know game studio caliber which you know that's not a hero there whatever uh i think it's kind of i think it's kind of spooky i think i think that's 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 kind of interesting man you know what i'm saying I I don't know, dog. I I think the only reason there's that
0: takeout there is because it's announced. Like, Nintendo did this with Breath of the Wild and Breath of the Wild 2 with Monolith Soft. Like, Monolith... right,
1: right, right. Yeah, right.
0: Monolith does Xenoblade, and Breath of the Wild, pretty early on, got advice from Monolith Monolith about making an open world, and Breath of the Wild 2 is, like, 90% Monolith Soft now. So, like, Mm. it's not rare, and... I think the reason anybody's making a fuss about it is because it just was announced and Crystal is not like a first party studio, but like we saw other support studios for other PlayStation properties of Nintendo games, a bunch of stuff like that. Bandai Namco is like, Bandai Namco makes Smash Bros. Like it's really not a Nintendo game. Bandai Namco does like 85% of Smash and nobody talks about that so like this move isn't rare like i said and for me it's not worrying because everything we heard about when perfect dark got revealed officially was that it was still like very very early so like i I don't think the game's like in trouble or anything because the game exists as much as elder scrolls 6 exists right now you know okay
2: okay
1: interesting okay okay I'm a I'm gonna, you know, I'm a, maybe 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 it's my bias, maybe I'm, you know, uh uh just just wanting to see um you know, a really like high quality like Xbox IP come out, you know, that really grabs my attention. That mm-hmm. isn't Halo Forza Gears or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um and yeah, I mean, I don't know, I I, I just think it's a little bit, you know, just just, just questionable to bring in a major third party dev to help out on your first game as a as a new studio. You know what I'm saying? And like and I think them publicly saying it... Because they, they easily couldn't they easily could have not said it. And we all would have just been about our day. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think maybe them them saying it maybe is telling that Crystal has a bit more of a hand in this than other things that we've seen in the past. You know, that could be completely wrong. That just me just spitballing. You know what I'm saying? Um but then also I think last thing that really takes it all into context and gives What you're saying a little bit more, Credence, and a little bit more of a bolstering is that the head of initiative used to have really close ties and I believe work at Crystal Dynamics. So that was essentially his former team that Mm -hmm. he essentially tapped to help them out here with Perfect Dark, right? Mm -hmm. So that is a huge thing that, you know, it is what it is, right? Like it's a studio that he has close ties with that he used to work for so that in essence there there's the bond there where it's not just like a random third party that they grabbed there's 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 bonds there um but i don't know man like i don't uh, yeah i, I thought I that was a little bit shaky yeah yeah, Can yeah i ask two questions because specifically you
0: said like you want an xbox thing that you'd like to see that isn't halo gears or forza like as somebody who hasn't played any of those games why is that a problem
2: so, fair like, why is that something you have point. to see? I know? like that.
1: I like that, Christian. There you go. Them with them hard balls, um, I think it's because, yeah, you're absolutely right. I have not played any of those, right? So I can't really mm-hmm. speak to authority of, like, oh, like, I'm not. And, like, me, like, saying that wasn't me saying that, like, I'm uh, fatigued by those IPs, right. right? Um, It's just I just really want to see, like, somewhere that I can jump into the Xbox, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, landscape that is from a fresh point that is of a high quality that is not a lasting franchise right sure i mean um, perfect dark is a that's p yeah. IP too but like but this is uh seeming to be a, a bit of a reboot and it's been right while, yeah yeah you know but what i'm saying so like also yeah, i,
0: I yeah. like when it comes to crystal being brought in like this year also crystal became a two-team studio um there's their main studio and i think somewhere on the west coast like seattle maybe or california and then there is a new studio in austin i think that was formed over the summer so don't know what the division is between projects but right right. also like i don't see why it would make a difference either if like the initiative starting out was a small studio like like, i think if there was never that quadruple a comment which it was stupid to begin with yeah there also wouldn't be a conversation here because it's an 80s studio team that is being expanded through a partnership like i don't i don't see why that's a problem if the initiative is new to begin with and crystal is an established partner at least when it comes to the people so like it's still a new game being made by a new team of people in a new work environment and collaboration like i don't see why that would be a negative especially since we haven't even like seen the actual game yet and there probably wasn't much game before this move, you know,
1: yeah, yeah. Which I mean, it, I have questions about that, that too. Like, uh, you know, they started in 2018, it's been three years, allegedly, and we're still in the early, 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 early pre pro. Like, what's up with that? <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, like, I mean, do we know you where know they actually
0: started in 2018?
1: Let's let's uh look at
0: that because. I've seen also, there's, like, a lot of conversation about the whole, like, um, approach to first-party lineups on all three platforms, and I I genuinely don't understand why. Yeah, they were founded in 2018. Right, but did they begin production on Perfect Dark in
1: 2018? Yeah. That's um, that's my question. We could we could we we could throw that there too like we don't know that date for Mm -hmm. sure sure but so i
0: just i even if
1: it was like a year after right like two years
0: yeah but if it's a huge project that was developed like next gen in mind you know but elder scrolls 6 got announced in the same year i'm pretty sure so like these games take time especially now
1: no no oh yeah 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 no I know that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I think, I think there's, 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 I just think there's some weirdness with that whole thing, you know? I think it's a little bit shaky. I, like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know, dog. I don't know. But what's I'm shaky about it? I'm not obviously is praying it, on his downfall. It?
0: The thing that I'm just holding up about is like, I don't like what's different about this than any other
1: partnership like this that isn't announced or we haven't seen before. Cause like the fact that it was announced, like why was that even announced? Right. Like if it's not like an interesting, you know, normal standard thing, what does that tell us? Right. And at that point, the only thing that's fact is that it was announced. Everything afterwards is just pure speculation. So you, you know, so it is what it is, right. It's just a difference. It's just a difference of opinion. But, um, I don't think either are necessarily right. And I'm not discrediting you at all either. You know what I'm saying? Like I think you saying that hey, like there's there's a bit of precedence here, you know what I'm saying, that has been mm-hmm. from a historical standpoint, that's why I'm not worried. That's completely valid, right? But on the flip side, it is not normal necessarily to announce that a major third party developer is helping out on a first game. Of a studio that is set out to be one of Microsoft's big, premier, you know, one of their Santa Monicas, one of their Naughty Dog, etc., like, like like this cultivated from the ground up Xbox Studio that is going to bring the Xbox community some big games. You know, what I'm saying like, I don't know, like like having an announcement that a major third party is helping out. I just think that is, at the very minimum, interesting. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? No, like, it's
0: interesting. I just don't see why it's an issue if, because like the game is announced, so you're not going to be able to know whenever. But that there's that absolutely sentiment absolutely. too of like uh, the the ground up studio approach versus like buying a studio. And at the end of the day, I don't. I that's just semantics. Like if a, if a platform has a game and it's a good game, that's a good game on that platform. You know, I don't see a difference between. Starfield's an exclusive because they bought it versus God of War being an exclusive because they made that studio up, you know? Like, at the end of the day, a good game's a good game, and I think the reason there's such a division about that and such a back-and-forth is just back to, like, console war bullshit, and I, I truly do not care or see a difference between either approach.
1: Um... I kind of do. Like, there is a difference, at the end but like, of the day, does it matter? Yeah, it I mean, like, at the end of the day, right, right, it's like, um, how I put this, right? Like, uh, if, if there was a universe where Microsoft did not buy Bethesda, right, mm-hmm. those games would, of course, be on PlayStation, right? I, I don't think you can say the same about, like, uh, like if, if, if Xbox fans were waiting for House Mark's next game to come on their platform. Right, there's a difference of like second party relationships and building that over time versus you know putting money up front and just using that, uh, uh, using that fiscal power that Microsoft has, right, to just gobble up games. Which, hey, you know what, that's essentially not, not even essentially, no, no, like it's not a problem, that's just how they're going about this, right? right yeah, but. I think, I think there's a little bit of a difference there, right? Sure, yeah, of, maybe... Um, yeah, I think there's a little bit of a difference, like... And that's, yeah, that's 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 pretty much all i got to say. Yeah, maybe you I know? wasn't being clear but enough. at like, the end of the day, yeah.
0: But. There is a difference, but that difference is... To me, it does not matter at all. Plus, like, okay. there, I have a hang-up with the Bethesda thing, too, because, like, Bethesda got into making games for consoles because they put Morrowind on Xbox. So, like, there is that lineage there similar absolutely, to absolutely, like insomniac right. and P- playstation like bethesda a lot of their early rpgs were only on xbox consoles and then they made the transition to ps3 and absolutely yeah absolutely. like i feel like people forget about that when they're like oh there's no ties there it's like yeah there is and i, I know that's not what you were saying but i just feel like yeah, in yeah. general that conversation people look over the fact that like morrowind running on the xbox was a huge deal so like um, it's interesting and I am sure we're not going to see Perfect Dark for at least another two years So, um, one last thing in patch notes another story that I wanted to bring up very briefly Monster Hunter Rise currently is having its PC demo and Capcom came out and they were like hey we heard what you wanted we heard you want to cross save with the Switch version you want to cross play with the Switch version unfortunately we can't do it at this time and
1: we're not going to try and i was like <laughs> that kind of <laughs> sucks <laughs> but yo um, <laughs> i read that and i was like hey at a certain i mean obviously i don't really care about mountain of rise it is what it is you know mm-hmm. blah, blah blah right but uh hey i gotta give them a little bit of respect you know they just say fuck we're not gonna well, try i'm glad they said it you <laughs> know? fuck it yeah yeah like at least i said something and it wasn't going to be like a long persisting like ask from that fan base, right? Mm-hmm. So, because like silver things but yeah, it does suck. I love Monster Hunter Rise, and I have played
0: some games on my PC. I wouldn't have bought it again, you know. I love that game, but I love it on my Switch, and I love it because okay. it's a Switch game. Um, I see. Yeah, just for the portability, because that's what I wanted out of World. I was like, I'd play World way more if I could play it in my bed on my handheld. Uh, the bummer is one of my friends has not gotten rise on switch for some reason i don't know why and recently he was like oh i'll buy it on pc i'm not gonna be able to play with him so that's a bummer um but maybe i can use that in my favor now maybe i can use that to butter him up and be like hey got the switch version
1: but is this a yeah. friend that has not bought the pc ver- oh right cause it's just a demo right now yes currently this is down right mm-hmm. okay, omar I see, I
0: see. did send me some pics of the demo running on his uh his ultra wide monitor it does look nice though
1: so nice. 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 But yeah.
0: Monster Hunter. It, it's funny too. I was I was I forget what I was doing, but I saw Wario tweet out, uh, or quote tweet it, and I saw the beginning of the tweet and it was like Monster Hunter fans, we heard you talk about cross play, and I was like, Oh sweet, they're doing it. And then I looked at my phone like an hour later and I was like, Oh fuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> no they're not. <laughs> so that was a bit of a roller coaster, oh,
1: but man. you hate to see it. Truly you hate to see it.
0: Uh, well, Kevin, with that, why don't we get into the games we've been playing? Uh, we both have a brief thing to run through before we get to our mutual shared game. Um, I have an old thing to bring up very quickly, and then we can get to your topical important game, and we can do our mutual one at the end. Bet. So, earlier this week, yesterday, actually, we're recording this on Wednesday, um, I... Did not want to play Metroid Dread because it was light outside and I had some free time and I was like, okay, let me just play something I have downloaded. So I booted up Super Liminal on Game Pass. It's an indie game. It's a puzzle game. Uh, you would probably recognize it from presentations over the past few years. I think it came out on PC in 2019 and uh, got console releases last year. but. It's essentially, it's a first person puzzle game where you're going through these hallways and the way you're navigating and solving puzzles in the environment is based off of perspective of objects. So like there could be a door on the top of a wall in a room and there's nothing to let you get up there, but maybe there's a block of cheese on a plate somewhere. So you pick up the block of cheese, you put it really close to your face then you walk back, so it looks like the cheese is up against the wall, very large. You place it down, and then, oh, look, because of the perspective trickery, um, now you can walk up this slice of cheese as a ramp to get up to this door. I think I think if you saw a picture of this game, you'd recognize it.
1: I remember something like that mm-hmm. from a showcase. I don't even remember when that happens. But yeah. I, I remember something about using perspective To to manipulate objects in a space for, like, a puzzle game. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Plus, it's been a minute since I played a good puzzle game. Um, We did haul a game recently, and one of the new entries is Portal 2. Shout out, Portal 2. Um, And this game is heavily inspired by Portal. Like, very, very inspired by Portal. You're basically this person who's going to, like, dream therapy, and that's the lore explanation of why these things exist, but you're going through these courses and sometimes the walls will break and then there's like dimly lit green industrial basement sort of things behind these very bright poppy sets that you're like navigating through. So there is this weird undercurrent of a mystery going on, some dark stuff. But I think the game kind of fumbles the the mystery element a little bit and it's only a two-hour game but the uh yeah the mystery kind of falls flat um for most of the second half but they the tie it in the end in a nice way of like hey if, if you're down in life just remember you thought outside the box you challenged your perspective on how things work and you were able to do it so like it's solid it was it had some very clever puzzles but the story element was just
1: kind of it was kind of weak, <laughs> so... Right, I see, I see, I see, I mm-hmm. see. You play this on Switch or, or uh, Game Pass S or what? Game Pass, so. I see.
0: I, I did, like, a lot of the puzzles were really fun, though. So as a puzzle game, I think it's pretty great. Um, just, it's hard to compete. Like, they're very obviously inspired by Portal, where, like, there's this scientist guy who has audio logs on radios throughout the courses talking to you. Portal 2 is very similar like that. Um they try to be kind of quirky with some humor and some of the darkness but like it just doesn't land for me the way it did for portal but in terms of genuine puzzles it's it's very very clever um like on on its own its merits as a puzzle game i think it does stand up to some of the favorites that i have played because Mm -hmm. i haven't played a game where perspective morphing like that just works seamlessly like it's very fast it's very fluid um, and I never felt too stuck So that, I think that's signs of a very good puzzle game where you feel a little challenged and then you usually understand within a few minutes so.
2: I, see. Yeah. I see
0: if you like puzzle Sounds games good. I recommend it because there's not a lot of <laughs> trippy puzzle games like this that get released often um, story aside, I think it's a it's a good time worth playing.
1: Deal, deal. Sounds good. Sounds good.
0: You have I forgot last week. Did you finish True Colors? You did, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. finished True Colors last week, um, and uh, I kind of beat it like right on time because they delayed uh, this extra bonus chapter called Life of Strange Wavelengths," uh, which ha- which uh, is all about Steph. Uh, you might recall her from Before the Storm if you played that. She's also in the original Life is Strange, but she's like a side character in that game mm-hmm. that is just in the background, right? Like, But she's still doing stuff in that game too. Um, and uh, it was supposed to come out, I think, when the game came out as well, but they delayed it a month. Uh, so it came out right when I beat True Colors. And yeah, it's just an extra bonus chapter uh, to the Live is Strange True Colors story. Um, I wouldn't say it's like required to play for true color specifically however i think it is required if you're a fan of the original life is strange and be for the storm and how Steph fits into that and also it asks you you know did you play the first life is strange did you save or um or uh you know destroy arcadia bay which i forgot christian what did you do oh, i saved chloe yeah same 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 so i also uh saved Chloe and destroyed our our KD Bay yeah which i bet is probably the canon you know like i think internally i bet that's what the story like would have been if there wasn't a decision at that last minute but yeah, i do I wonder it, i do i do wonder how many people did that you know I, i'm
0: pretty sure there's a comic that takes place after and i think that is the story path that the comic runs with so
1: Okay. Yeah. That, and I mean, in life of strange two, they just I, say I, it. I'm never going to play life of strange. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want to say I'll say, it. but they make that ending fit in, you know what I'm saying? So it all, it all seems to be what it is, but um, yeah, no. So you're, so in true colors, Steph uh is a radio host. Who runs this record store as well? So it's like a half like radio booth, half uh, record store in this small town of Haven, and uh, the game really revolves and like the entire chapter is all centered around this record store in the year before Alex comes into the picture in Haven and True Colors starts. Right. So it so it takes place a year before when uh, Steph um, leaves Seattle uh there's 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 something that i think i just don't remember that well but in before the storm she's in the band with her love interest at that point izzy and i think there's a falling out that may have happened in before the storm i honestly did not remember um but uh it's kind of like you know told in wavelength so you get the full picture of what's happening but essentially steph breaks up with the band moves to haven Um, and, uh, ends up staying there, works at the record store. So you're playing through that year of her being, uh, in Haven and learning to kind of be acclimated with the town and everything over the course of four seasons, right? So, uh, you know, it, it starts out in spring and then it goes into summer and then Halloween time and then Christmas time. Um, and then it ends with... The next spring when Alex comes in True Colors and uh, you're like having to manage, uh, you know, reading ads on the radio and you're having to answer calls and you're having to do these little chores around the shop uh, uh, in terms of just sprucing it up and making it more of like a modern record store because yeah, I've been kind of just like a, uh, uh, you know, like a like an old school country uh, specific type of record store you know what I'm saying like there there wasn't any uh you know flavor to the record store that Steph definitely brought to the record store and everything um and there's really cool stuff with uh Alex's brother uh in that time period as well that is very interesting to relate to when we get to true colors and everything and how that all plays out uh but it's a it, but like I think overall like I think if you step back right because it takes place in this in this record store, it's it's a benefit that it's only one chapter, right? Because like it's not like you're really doing anything different necessarily in the span of like it took me I think like two and a half hours to beat it. Um, but I think it does add a lot of story context to Steph and everything, and really does I think tie a lot of loose ends. If you're a fan of Life is Strange, the first game. And a lot of really cool callbacks to, like, what are the effects of Steph who survived Arcadia Bay, right? Who, you know, made it out before it got decimated, right? And, like, how does that trauma, like, affect Steph, right? Like, it was a really cool reminder of of that first game, you know what I'm saying? Um, and just Steph herself is a great character. I love her. 10 out of 10. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I definitely think it's really cool. Um, it's not, like, super... Like, like I said, like it's not like super integral that you play this after you are playing True Colors, but I think you should, just because if you're a big fan of the original Life is Strange, I think you're gonna get a lot more out of that aspect, because um, it 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 just doesn't like necessarily add anything new that you didn't know before from True Colors. It just adds some context, right? And I know that's something that you don't find interest in. Right, so that no, that's what I'm trying to like pitch. So like, hey, like Life is Strange one mm-hmm. connections are definitely again are definitely clarify. Let me clarify. Title, let me clarify. <laughs> if if it's
0: the main game's protagonist, the it's DLC not. is well, let's do this random thing that we absolutely should have been doing anyway during this story. If it's relevant, we should have done it. If it's that, that's what I don't care. Steph, so Steph isn't if it's the main, main protagonist.
1: Character. Okay, so if it's the main damn you got lost so if it's a if it's a contextual story dlc that happens before the main events and it centers around the main character that specifically you don't like
0: i don't care yeah it's like if this was important to this character's story or arc or the plot or ending of the game it would have been in there if it's not in there if it gets retroactively put in uh and it's vital that's bad if it's not vital, I don't care, because I don't need it. This is different. This is like, if Resident Evil Village DLC was, hey, you get to play the entire game from the perspective of Chris Redfield, what he was doing. That's cool, because I didn't play as Chris. I played as Ethan. If they gave me DLC that was like, hey, so this is actually something Ethan did before he went to Heisenberg's factory. It's like, well, shit, I don't care. He's still dead. But, like, I... You know, it's like it's – it's. there's a separation there.
1: Yeah, like I still can't relate to why you think it's pointless, but, you know. I feel like
0: I I I saw the journey through and I saw the journey. I felt the way about the journey I did without seeing this bonus thing. And if I felt good about it, then I don't need this other thing because it's not going to – change my enjoyment of the thing. And if it does, then I look poorly on it. Cause it's like, then why, why didn't we just do this? If it was that important to begin with, this is different. This is, if it takes place during the story but it's not from the perspective I already spent so much time with then yeah, I'd do it.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. You got a lot of rules, Christian. You got a lot of rules. You know what I'm saying? I got respected. I got respected. I mean, well, I, yeah. d- uh, I don't think it's that complex. <laughs> you know you know i like i like the adding of context i i i fucking love that shit that's just me i don't know and like i know you're not saying you don't exclusively dislike it you dislike it in a certain way mm-hmm. which i think you know kind of gets into the weeds but
0: uh yeah well, it was yeah. like here's this four-hour mission we did before the end of the game it's like we didn't though like that's not <laughs> that's not how this works we didn't do that but
1: just shitting on Iki Island, just shitting on it, you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, uh, it's great, it's great, it's great. It's a great little uh, um, add uh, addition, that's what I'm saying. Addition to the game, um, code provided by Square. They gave me the deluxe. I think that's the version you have to get. So I think if you just get the regular version of True Colors, I'm not sure if you get access to Wavelengths. Yeah, do you have to upgrade like or do you can you buy separately? Do you know? I should probably check that. I bet you could buy separately. I can't imagine it's anything that crazy. Like in terms of price because it's it's um it's like it's like a it's like an average size of like one chapter of Life is Strange, so it's like two and a half hours. Okay.
0: Um. So what? It's I'm probably like up ten on
1: bucks ps right now. Yeah, that's you what know,
0: I'm imagining. Yeah. Do you know what the difference was between standard and deluxe? Like, is this a sixty seventy deal or a 70-80? What's up?
1: It's a, it's a, I think on PS Five. it said, okay, let's see. So you, you can upgrade the Digital Deluxe to, like, like from base True Colors to uh, Digital Deluxe with wavelengths uh, for twelve dollars. Hmm. So that I feel like is on the cusp of like, um, you got to really okay. Well, number one, I think you have to play Live of Strange One. To get a real full gravitas of wavelengths, number one. Um, but if you really adored True Colors and loved Steph in that game and want more of Steph, I think I think that's 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 gonna be worth it for sure. Sure. But um. But yeah, like True Colors on PS4 and PS five, Sorry, is sixty dollars on PS4 oh. and PS5. Um. And then to uh, to get just bundled. Okay, I see. So sixty dollars is the base game. You can pay seventy flat to get the deluxe on PS4 and PS5, or you can buy the base and upgrade later for $12. So you're saving like two bucks.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. Solid. Yeah.
0: Good well, stuff. Good stuff. talking about game pricing, Kevin, I'm sure you've seen the meme I going have. around of um, uh, Metroid Dread. Metroid Dread is here it's a full Indeed. price game and people are making a stink out of
1: it for the memes yeah but. yeah it's um yeah it's 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 like yo why are we still doing this like and and it's not even that like if you're for wait if you're anti this specific narrative right of like oh should dread be full price even though you can clear it and like i've been seen 6 hour clears Seven, mm-hmm. eight-hour clears, nine-hour clears. So like, we'll we'll say in that six to nine range, right? Um, that like that shouldn't be uh, uh, reflective of of its price, yeah. Right. Like, I think at a certain point, it's like, yeah, I have had experiences that I didn't feel were worth the price, right? But I think to tie it to such a objective thing of a game's length. I think it's really just belittling the situation and what we're actually experiencing here with Dread. Because, like, you know, I'm, I am I think, like, an hour and a half, two hours in. And um, from a quality standpoint alone, this is a full-price game. Oh, absolutely, dude. Like, you know what I'm I, saying? Like, I think we should be looking at the overall quality mm-hmm. of the game is yeah. more informative of what the price should be as opposed to just the raw time to be.
0: Oh, absolutely. And we we all know I've been very vocal I do not give a shit how long a game is if it's a game I'm interested in and it's good I will pay whatever you want <laughs> I will it if, it, if it hits me the right way if I'm enjoying it, if I think it's gonna be good 60 bucks, 70 bucks sure, like if I have hesitation or reservations going in I'll wait but I'm not gonna say it's not worth full price you know like I had my thoughts on Returnal before it came out uh, I think it was still a choice to probably make it seventy bucks, but clearly that didn't matter. You know, I'm Ye- yeah. fine with and that game exist- will, You
1: know, like, and I'll stand by Returnal being a being a full price game.
0: Yeah, but I think I will, the specific will that <laughs> the specific <laughs> yeah. thing I saw was like, uh, it was like, oh, Nintendo's sixty bucks versus Playstations, and I think it was like either Uncharted or God of War. But like, it's also about context, like. Yeah, they um, they showed an Uncharted set piece from Uncharted 4 with the clock yeah, tower. And they showed, like, yeah. walking through halls in Metroid. And also, like, it's the context of the platform, too. Like, the Switch can't run that, you know? Like, that's, I think, in the context of what the Switch can output, Metroid Dread so far looks great, runs great, feels great. So that was just uh, one little smudge on a very positive weekend for this game launching because it's breaking records for the series. Uh, UK charts are very impressive, it's already outsold. The recent Metroid release of Samus Returns on the 3DS, that was a remake of Metroid 2, already sold more than that game's lifetime sales. Uh, and I think rightfully, because this is a fantastic game, I'm about four hours in, and they said you were close to two, one and a half, right?
1: I just got to the new area, Cilias Carteria, I think. Whatever the sea region, the yeah, the yeah. like second one. Uh, I just did my first like elevator, uh, gotcha. travel sequence. Yeah, mm-hmm. where I went from the bottom to the, little bit up, uh, right section. Okay.
0: That, so that area. Like I said, I'm I'm close to four hours. I have done. I've seen three regions so far, and I have revisited the first two. Um. So we will not get into spoilers at all, but um, I think it is a very, very, very great game. Makes a very strong first impression, and I'm coming at this as somebody who played all except Metroid Two leading up to this game. Um, but you, Kevin, you're familiar with Metroidvania, as so you've played a lot of them, yes. but you haven't yes, specifically haven't. played a Metroid game, so Very true. off the bat, I want to know what you think first of the opening in Metroid Dread, uh, the vibes, anything you want to talk about on the first
1: impression with your first Metroid game? This might be the first Nintendo IP that, like, I really, really am connecting with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and like, on the surface surface, that probably was going to be the case no matter what, right? You know me. I love sci-fi, da, da, mm-hmm. et cetera, right? So, like, already the, like, premise and the circumstances that we're in already has me intrigued, right? Um, but I'm I'm really enjoying this game so far. You know what I'm saying? Granted, I'm too early. I'm not going to sit here and make, like, a bold claim like you tweeted, saying that, like, this is the best 2D game you've ever felt, ever. Best feeling, yeah. I'm, best feeling. <laughs> yeah. I'm not... I'm not sure if I'm there, bro, you know? I'm not sure if I'm there because Ori feels mad smooth. I think – I still think Ori feels smoother s- – still feels smoother than this game. Um, you got to get the first blush. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, yes, to be very, very forward, wear a label on my head. Yes, I'm only like an hour and a half in, all right? But um, uh, it does feel very, very fluid, you know what I'm saying? But um, I'm not sure if I'm ready to call it, like, the best 2D game I've, I've ever felt. Um, but no, it's 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 really grabbing me. It's really fun. Um, I'm liking that the name of the game is really what you're gonna feel. I don't like hearing those Emmys. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I get stressed yeah. out. I love it. Um, it's really cool. Um, if if, that, if I can yeah, praise
0: something real quick, uh, I, I felt like this because I last week I played through Super Metroid and Metroid Fusion, and I I love every single Metroid game I played over this year um but to specifically praise dread like the sound design of literally everything is
1: so goddamn good like dude thank you
0: the the sound of the parry the sound of the omega blaster or whatever it is that you get after you beat that boss um the sound of the emmys like everything in this game sounds incredible like even footsteps the atmosphere literally everything it just sounds like you're on another world and it's hostile because everything just sounds like it's dangerous to you but it's also very lonely and very echoey and spacious like the sound is so so good and like i said i didn't want to play this during the daytime that's part of it because like you said at the beginning of the show october this game's giving you the dread vibes it's giving you the spooky vibes a lot of that is the sound design and it just it just works for me i love it yeah yeah
1: i was even playing it today and like damn i was feeling a lot more in at night <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like mm-hmm. in this like in this abandoned what we're in like an abandoned like not like space station but like where the hell i don't even know where where we so, like, necessarily are like this abandoned planet i mm-hmm. know like the objective that we're tried to accomplish but right so the planet is called zdr
0: it is right okay right right in the 2d metroids i believe it's the third actually no technically fourth original location because one two three and four the locations in those games are some overlap there SR three sr388 i think and then um Oh god, I'm forgetting. What, I'm forgetting the other planet, and then there's a space station. So this is like another new addition to this lore of this two D series, and um, you kind of get baited here because after fusion ends, uh, there's this new parasite in the world because all the Metroids are gone, and this parasite yeah. was the prey of the Metroids. So you know how ecosystems X, work. Right. Yes, the X. Um, which at the end of fusion you think you destroy but it turns out this footage of an ex somewhere and Samus has a vendetta against this parasite because it ruined her life and she chases it down. Ship crashes, gets sort of knocked out. We don't know what happens yet. Wakes up at, in the depths of this abandoned planet um, having to escape to the surface, get back to her ship. So that's the premise. But like you said, empty, abandoned planet there are ties to some of the metroid one stuff like the chozo that bird guy and the, all these bird statues you're seeing um mm-hmm. in metroid one it or in zero mission the remake of one samus was raised by people of that species and they're just kind of like precursors sort of for this galaxy
1: so mm-hmm. okay interesting interesting yeah is hat I feel like this answer is probably yes, but has Samus always been a silent protagonist? So, in Fusion, she had a couple
0: lines of dialogue.
1: Oh, okay, cool.
0: At the end, uh, in an exchange with her AI, Adam, but, like, that's it, I think. So. Mm. Okay, okay,
1: yeah. And, like, I love how they're still able to, like, There's there's certain ways that, like, ah, like, they do a good job at showing body language to project Mm -hmm. kind of like what Samus is like feeling in a given scenario. So like, it's not even like, it's necessarily like a detriment. I just wasn't expecting there. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just didn't know if there was VO or not for uh, Samus, um, herself, but it seems like there isn't as far as I'm aware. I don't know. Maybe it changes, but so far. Yeah. So far there's nothing. Um,
0: I know, I think there are Metroid games where she does have a voice, but at least the mainline 2d ones this is like i said a couple lines in fusion but I, and i don't think i haven't played any version of metroid 2 but in 1 and 3 there is not any gotcha. um to my memory but i'm with you yeah i think the animations of samus are oh she's so good top so good. notch and i i talked with mike a lot about this when we were t- going through like mandalorian stuff the way they're like you're saying, able to just convey so much about her character through not even having a face, like it's strictly just body language. The way she stands, the way she moves, it's really impressive. I think
1: like yeah, it's man. really really good. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, and you're right. Like it does call back to like seeing, uh, you know, Mando emote and 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 use his body language. You know, mm-hmm. when he's wearing the helmet and all that. Yeah, for sure. Um, even like little things like when, uh, I still can't get through those tiny cracks. I fucking yeah, yeah. need to do mm-hmm. that at some point. But, uh, uh, when, um, when she's up against one, she'll like rest her arm on top of it. If she's going to shoot in to that crevice, little things like that. And like, she'll have like a vaulting animation that you can barely see but yeah. when you're actually looking at it. It's like, Oh no, she's like vaulting over that. Like, like it's, it's very like very well animated animations you know for 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 samus that i i think is really impressive yeah um
0: it's very satisfying
1: yeah yeah i mean like to like i think dude like i'm i don't like i'm i'm really at a point where like yo this is i've never felt this way towards a towards a nintendo game and then Nintendo IP, you know, mm-hmm. like I think the closest thing would have been like, honestly, like I thought that I thought there was some really cool design in there overall. And like I think Mario overall has some really cool design yeah. um, that I really find appealing, you know, so as a whole, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, as you know, for the most part, like my Switch is reserved for the indies, right? Like like right. for Messenger, for, for Katana Zero, for Celeste, etc. Right. So like I have a lot of fond memories of the Switch on those indies um but damn like, like this is this is some real top-notch shit you know that like yeah dude i that i i have just not seen recently with nintendo you know for sure i, I like think this 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 game's vibe is so fucking cool bro another so good
0: surprising thing is the developer is a uh, mercury steam uh the director of the game though is sakamoto he's i believe the inventor of metroid i think he he's been the director of all the 2d ones um, so it's the same director, but studio-wise, like I said, Mercury Steam, the only other Metroid game they've done is the 3DS remake of 2, which was, like, mixed-received. And before that, they made a real shitty Castlevania game. So, like, this isn't even, like, internal Nintendo. It, it It is a studio that Nintendo brought in through a partnership. They're working together with the director of the series, so, like, obviously they're going to have the knowledge and design experience of this director who's been working on this series for what 30 years at this point, but right. This to me seems like I see a lot of people talking about this online right now, but like Nintendo is very rare at making acquisitions. And I think if Metroid dread continues the, the steam it's got right now, I would not be surprised if within the next few months they announced they they bought Mercury Stray, Mercury Steam and they become sort of the the go to Metroid studio because this is the first Metroid original game in like 20 years so it's doing really well and like financially I'm sure it will but critically the fan reception is electric right now
1: yeah 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 uh yeah like it seems like they 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 hit it here you know mm-hmm. um. <laughs> of course, you you uh, saw that uh, <laughs> that uh, Kotaku article on Sunday. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he did. Yeah. So uh, please, fucking buy this game. Please purchase this game. All right. Please. You know what I'm saying? Because I yo like it was that point where where I went to my local GameStop, trade in sword. Um. Oh, to and not that too, Christian. I uh I gave some of my high level Pokemon to my friend Ishi. You know, because oh, nice. he he like told me to do a pokemon home type thing and 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 and, and have i didn't realize that was a paid service i don't care about my pokemon that much yeah granted it's like Um,
0: three bucks for a year so like it's oh my friend told me it was
1: like my cousin told me it was like 15 i do not Uh, think it's 15 dollars oh well i mean so uh, yeah like uh, you know still i i don't really care about my 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 pokemon sword uh but uh you know he he promised he keep a good care of uh, Intellion, the homie, mm-hmm. my my first Pokemon. You know, shout out to him. Um, but I, yeah, I uh, traded Swords for uh, for uh, Dread last night, and uh, yeah, no, I've been I've been I've been really enjoying it. I've been really enjoying it. I hope that this lights a fire under Nintendo. Big like, listen, y'all can make a lot of money if you just allow me. To play all these other games in the franchise on the Switch, figure it out. Collection, mm-hmm. let's 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 get it going. Prime trilogy, that's cooking somewhere. Maybe I don't know. Probably who knows. But give me the fusions. Give so, me give me give me all that. Bring yeah. bring them forward. Come on.
0: So, let's go. um, one one more thing. Just to get back to dread for a second, I wanted to say that there's another thing. I want to justify why I think it it feels very good, because, like, there is just a smoothness to it, and I I played a Super Nintendo Metroid and two Game Boy Metroids, Game Boy Advance, and this, I think, is the best feeling, one, because Samus, everything she does, from attacks to when you get into the Morph Ball, which I'll get to in a second, um, all of that stuff feels like it has immense weight to it like it feels like she does have this very powerful suit she's heavy but she still is very very smooth fast and intuitive to control like what you said the the vaulting animations and stuff like that just helps with it but like r- r- sprinting down a hallway doing uh, a melee attack she does this like twirl spin and when she comes out of it if you landed a, a parry doing that you can do a follow-up counter-attack with your blaster and it just she feels so fast and fluid but they managed to make her feel very very powerful at the same time and i think that's very impressive where the other metroids she the weight you definitely felt but it was kind of stiff and uh i i think it just feels very very fun to move in here um so yeah i i do think in terms of moving through a 2d plane this is some of the most fun i've ever had and because of how it feels i'm never frustrated even when i die because i'm dying a good amount
1: this is a challenging game um same bro same Same. (laughs) like yo like oh man and like i don't think it's like uh unacceptably hard or like anything crazy like that it's fair uh yeah yeah it's a nice little challenge. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That yeah. I beat my first boss this morning, I think, or right. last night. No, no, it was this morning. Um and yeah, Samus is cool as fuck, bro. Dude <laughs> that I... boss fight. God damn, bro, she's so cool.
0: That was another thing I wanted to talk about too. I was texting Omar about this. Um I think these are some of the most impressive cutscenes I've ever seen because they're cutscenes for a two D game. Like the way that you'll be navigating they just they're so seamless because I'll be running through a hallway, going through this environment, um, as I have a hundred times before this, I'll jump up on a ledge, pull myself up, and then it'll transition immediately to a cutscene of Sam is pulling herself up over that ledge and then a boss is there or something like Yeah. Yeah. It's so seamless and it's just it feels smooth and classy when they do that slight little shift, like 30, 40 degrees on this plane to just transition to this cutscene moment it's very clean it's very impressive to me and the the flashiness of the cutscenes the all the tricks she's doing it feels so cohesive because she's not doing anything in those cutscenes that you can't do in actual gameplay and it just it's working for me like i'm a huge fan of the cutscene direction in this game
1: yeah and then one more thing, too, that ties into the cutscenes and like the difficulty of this game, right? Um, like I think the game does a really good job at um, like beating you in the head of like, hey, like you can do this now with this ability, you know? Mm-hmm. Like when I got the uh cloaking tech, right? Um, I was told by Adam at the nearest uh network station that, like, yo, oh, by the way, Adam talking in that fucking wall. Like yeah, circular thing, cool. thing is cool as hell to goddamn so cool. I <laughs> so cool, bro. <laughs> I love the voice direction too. I know, like, bro,
0: it's fire. I, I'm it's glad Sam's isn't talking and most of the dialogue is your AI because it just again builds on that atmosphere of like you're alone. Um he had a great line. Yeah, yeah. Where he was like I forget exactly what he said but he was like you're unprepared. Like I was like, "Oh, yep, you're you're <laughs> right, but yeah, continue, go ahead."
1: Yeah. And like I love how like blunt he is with her. Like, "Hey, like, you know, uh do not fight the Emmys don't don't try to fight them (laughs) you are helpless like like, just evade and like it's so direct not only to Samus but like also to the player too where like you know when he was saying hey yeah uh you can um you can evade detection from an Emmy if you cloak right Mm -hmm. but remember you're slower it's a limited uh amount of uh amount of time that you can be cloaked and if you cloak too long it'll feed into your energy as well and everything you don't want to do that too long whatever um and when i get to my next emmy encounter samus does that like like she she uses the cloak Mm -hmm. to evade the emmy one more time just so you as a player also know okay yeah like that's a technique that you can use it for Mm -hmm. um the map is horrible though i the map i got used
0: to it i got used to it i think the thing that worked for me is go ahead i started zooming in so like every time i was in a region i was like okay map i'm not focused on all these rooms i'm looking at the room i'm in left up right and i'm planning it that way um m- so like wait are you talking like on the actual like full map screen So what you mean yeah 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 okay yeah. okay yeah because yeah yeah i i adjusted very quickly especially with the new regions i've unlocked like having those it it is a little overwhelming at first but having it filled out now i am okay with it the thing i don't like about the map is that um the like fog of war sort of thing like Mm -hmm. it's like by pixel i don't like that it's, it's not like oh i went in this room and now on the map this entire room is highlighted it's like oh no it follows the trail of like samus and a few like units above and around her of where she's actually yeah, been physically actually. like that's a little annoying uh but again i've just kind of dealt with it and at this point i don't really care about it i just follow my path and i'm like okay well in that room i went down i never went up so i can go back there and look like that's my only gripe with the map. But I understand yeah. why you would have issue with it too.
1: Yeah. Like, I imagine I'll grow to adapt and, um, and, you know, learn to, to have it suit me and serve me. Right. Um, I, I just think that the map is just not that readable in a lot of ways. I just don't think it's, like, as organized like, as I'd like it to be. I think it, i I just i just i just don't think it it like works that well um personally right um and like i feel like that's probably going to be consistent you know i like it's like one thing to to adapt to a bad map but like adapting doesn't make it good right Um, i I do think though i think yeah
0: was that when i have the other ones unlocked it does feel a bit better personally like
2: not even an adjustment sort of thing
0: but like uh, having the distinct locations unlocked and seeing how they link together too like it as i'm getting more and more of the whole picture like the individual locations are making a lot more sense to me and the map is way more readable
1: yeah i don't know i mean hey we'll we'll see it just yeah we'll see but uh i'm 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 having a rough time with the map you know i'm 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 having a rough time down here you know mm-hmm. um like it's like it's like little things of like i don't know there's just shit that like i gotta take like three more times to understand than any other map in any other game <laughs> where we're like uh you know i never had this problem with like uh, uh with other uh um with other 2d metrovanias you know like you know messenger or you etc right like i just think i think those maps were able to convey information that you wanted in a very concise manner and -hmm. you could sort through it and and it's very readable this uh yeah this i don't know man there's there's a lot going on at one time a lot of symbols that like i'm i'm forgetting what they mean and when you hover over it it'll say what it is you know i wish that information was just and like a little you know uh uh like a little uh What 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 am I thinking of? Um, A map key. A map key. You know what I'm saying? Like little Mm -hmm. little things like that. That I just I just don't think it nails at all. But yeah, so far I'm sure I can get used to it. I'm sure I can get used to it.
0: So far, the only thing that um, I because I'll I'll say this too, like I think having the map like filled out so far makes it easier to navigate as well when there's less dead space. Um, And there are i'm not going to get into detail but there are links between the areas that make your placement in each part of the map make more sense too um i know it's very vague but i don't want to spoil you on anything no, yeah, I um i think so far uh in terms of navigation also fusion was very linear where you had like straight up waypoints on the map like every 10 minutes there was a new one um And I I think something that Dread is doing really well is that it's kind of tricking me into thinking I know where to go, maybe. Like, I beat a boss, I got an ability, and I was like, oh, I wonder now that I have, like, these four abilities, if I can get back to the starting area and pick up a couple, like, missile expansions, right? And I, I made my way back, to that initial area by the water where you got attacked when you woke up. Yeah. And as I was progressing that way, I was like, oh, cool, there's this thing here. And then a few things happened with the map. And then I continued with the next story set piece. And I was like, oh, I was supposed to come down here. But like, just because of the way in these early hours, the game is like educating me on how I should go back and everything. Um, And gating that, like, maybe it's directing me in a very subconscious way but i i'm also just very impressed with that where i never feel very lost for long because yeah of the kit and the pace of everything so
1: yeah yeah i'm having some more takeaways as someone that like very vocally does not like when a game doesn't i'm not asking to have my hand hold but brief like you know little little guidance mm-hmm. as to where i'm, I'm supposed to be Doing stuff, even if it's just like, hey, like, you're supposed to be in this area, you know, or this region or this part of the map, you know, I don't want a super handholdy experience, but a little bit of guidance is always helpful that I appreciate. And I don't like when games just drop me somewhere and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I hate that, you know, um, and I there have been moments like that here, but it's really just like, OK, for some reason, this red blob is blocking me and I can't destroy it now. Because I got the cloaking tech, like it was. It was after I got the cloaking tech and I beat my first boss. Mm-hmm. Like the whole left region of the starting area that I was at, I I couldn't find a way through. Right. It was. Yeah. I was. I was either blocked off by this random red apparatus that I cannot shoot through, or the little um, nooks uh, that I can't fit into yet. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. So I'm like, okay, well. Obviously, that, that has to tell me that, okay, maybe I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah, right? and that, maybe like I'm that's supposed a, to go explore somewhere else. Yeah. That, yeah that's so a Metroidvania the,
0: trope, too, you know, but the way this game does it, right? Like, Yeah. Like,
1: mean? yeah, like it's, it's, it's. I feel like before, I feel like in other Metroidvanias, though, I've never been blocked off of an area that I've already been to. It's only been purely additive, where, where it's like, oh, now I can reach x place i've never been blocked out before of an area that i was able to access before but now i can't you know do you do you so you I, that's that's a bit of a no? different thing you know um it's i mean like it's 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 kind of like um it does offer a bit of a focus mm-hmm. where where it's like okay cool like you'll get there at some point in the future like you'll, you'll be able to go back there i think I, I'm i assuming, right? Because there was still plenty of upgrades that I wasn't able to access in that region. Um, but I guess it offers a bit of a focus of, like, not having just multiple avenues to go down consistently mm-hmm. throughout the game, right? Yeah. Where the there is a bit of a wall put down. Okay, like, hey, Kev, you're going to go over here. Work yeah. towards his right side. You know what I'm saying? So I guess, I guess there were some benefits for sure. Yeah, but it's just a different pace that I was used to. Yeah. Something
0: I really enjoy about that strategy, too, is, like, um, every time you get blocked off somewhere, it's, like, a consequence of something you do as Samus, you know? Like, mm-hmm. whether it's defeating an enemy or defeating a boss or uh, blowing up something in the wall um, if or filling up a pool of water, like, that will prevent you from going back. And everything yeah. I've seen so far um this is a specific thing i'm not going to get into detail of because it's not where you are but on a return trip that environment is different now and like some significantly so it does make that discovery feel pretty continuous even though i'm backtracking to other places where um it makes me feel like i'm still progressing in a way other metroidvanias i've experienced that don't do the wall off periodically sometimes it's like why would i go back there right now it's the same as it's always been you know and here yeah usually there's a there's a reason behind it um but yeah I, i greatly greatly am enjoying my time with metroid dread uh are there any final things on your mind before we move on and probably talk about final impressions of it next week
1: yeah yeah last thing I'll say is um, after my first night session with it like I was pretty shocked at like how good performance wise it was running uh, then I went over uh, to Digital Foundry watch a video and um, yeah like this this game is really really refined and really tuned for the Switch mm-hmm. where it it's running 99% pretty much at 60 frames um, it's a locked 720p undocked and everything Mm -hmm. and it's a locked resolution for the most part. Um so just the way they were able to make this game like super good performance wise, um, I think is great, you know, because the uh you know, Switch games aren't aren't the prettiest things in the world at all. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Um and uh having this game have a level of performance not only in frame rate but in resolution be so high quality for for the switch specifically um great to see great to see yeah. you know what i'm saying great to i
0: see. i think nice. a credit to that also is the art direction because I, I think the game look like visually the direction they took with the suits and the enemies and everything i think it looks fantastic um and it's got a vibe and a style to it that i think works for what the constraints of the switch are like I feel that way about Breath of the Wild also, but I I think they're able to get a really good atmosphere with it, and they're not sacrificing anything for that that would hamper the enjoyment of the game. So, like, performance is solid because of that. Um, And the last thing I'll throw out there, too, is if you're listening to this and you haven't played a Metroid before... um, Kevin, I'm sure you would probably feel similarly, similarly, but having played them the majority of them, 1, 3, and 4 over the last like two months um, I think you can dive into this one and fully appreciate it for what it is even appreciate it in a world where there's an indie metroidvania coming out every other week I think you can dive in on this, be impressed by it, have a good time with it without having a tie to the rest of the series because yes, seeing the lore and seeing some of the familiar things and seeing Samus be the Samus that I love from the other games is great but the only thing so far I'm getting from having experience with the other Metroids is if I'm stuck the logic they want me to think with usually works also some of the items you get are (coughs) in an order you don't really expect because the thing that will help you get through those cracks Kevin in most Metroid games, that's, like, the first upgrade you get. Um,
1: I fucking need it. It's pissing me off, dude. It's yeah. pissing me off. I want like, to these fucking cracks. The, the first God two damn. upgrades, <laughs> I was
0: expecting to get that item, and I didn't. And I got it around three and a half hours in, and that, that's really surprised me. I was like, wow. I mean, now it feels great because I can just go back and explore all these places. But it's just sort of throwing a twist at me like that, I really appreciated. And um, there are some returning bosses that, like... There's obviously no interaction, story, or dialogue-wise, but, like, there's a vibe. But outside of that, like, I think you can still appreciate the presentation and the gameplay and the navigation having not played other Metroids. So if you're curious and you haven't played them, I think this is absolutely worth picking up. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Would you co-sign as somebody who's in that scenario?
1: Yeah, yeah. um, Yeah, I think that the uh, opening um, crawl... Not like crawl, but the opening uh, story recap, um, pretty pretty concise. You know what I'm saying? Like I, uh, I, I, I just would have loved to just play all the games before this point. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's just me. I just want like the full context and go in like with the full experience as a fan, um, or just as someone that's just played through all of it, whatever. Um, but like I think they, I think they, they like it seems like they trimmed it down to just get really the the predicament of what the metroids are and these parasites Mm -hmm. that are constantly you know at odds and and such you know so but yeah it's cool it's cool it's cool you're just you're 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 2d you're you're shooting stuff it's a fun time it's a fun time
0: Mm -hmm. um well yeah we will have full thoughts probably once we beat metroid i'm sure we'll both have it done next week so prepare for that to be pots prepare for your metroid spoiler cast next week uh and we will discuss at length but moving on time for bloodborne watch it has been damn it i forgot 274 days since PlayStation Source vids, sorry, PS Source Vids on Twitter tweeted. Many things will come from the boys and I in 2021, but I'd like to announce a promise to you all Bloodborne Stream Series is happening in 2021. Do not ask me again. Uh Elden Ring, the Twitter account, tweeted out yesterday uh, an image of your character on a horse on a mountain path, very, very high up, a very, very narrow mountain path, in a snowstorm. And they said Thy spectral steed is nimble enough to scale the loneliest heights at the top of the world. And for me, this hit me like the Skyrim horse. The Skyrim horse, Kevin, I'm not sure if you're aware. That horse defies the logic of gravity. Uh, It can go up a 90 degree angle up mountains. It's a tank. It is wonderful. And I, now in my headcanon, believe that this is implemented in this game because of Skyrim.
1: That's cute. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, glad you enjoyed it. Thank you. Uh, <laughs>
0: why don't we crack open a time capsule from the past, actually? Because I think this one's a uh, fun to lead off with before we get into our topic segment, Time Capsule. Uh, today, Uncharted 2, 12 years old. How
1: does happy, that make it you feel? Happy birthday, King. Happy birthday. Yeah, 12 years. Holy shit. Um, I remember... No, I played through all the Uncharted's this summer, the closest summer to Uncharted Three's post-release. Does that make sense? I forget when Uncharted Three came out. Uncharted Three was twenty eleven. Two thousand eleven? Yes. Yeah, yeah, twenty eleven. So, so summer, summer twenty eleven is when I played all of them. But um, but yeah, that's that's damn, twelve years. Uncharted Two, many people's favorite Uncharted, which I think it's my second. I think. Uh, I I I think it's my second favorite overall, but it's it's um definitely I think the best out of the trilogy for sure. Out I of, used to be at a least Uncharted one mm-hmm. one, two, and three. I really like three. Three is not as bad as people say at all. Three yeah, is really good. I used to be a
0: huge three guy. I loved three. Um probably until I went back for the platinums. Three was my favorite. In the like the collection at least. Um, yeah because I plantedtinted I them on PS3 back in the day and I loved three then but when I did uh three on the the series replay on the Nathan Drake collection I shifted back to becoming a two guy because I was two obviously until three came out <laughs> and then yeah, yeah. ping pong back and forth but yeah uncharted two 12 yeah. years old wild good so. game good game uh when's that getting in the hall game Kevin
1: everybody on that panel uh, likes Uncharted 2 uh, you know, you even. know, we don't. Hey, they don't. They don't allow PlayStation exclusives on the panel, so you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's probably never gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only uh, it's only nin- Nintendo games and uh, Kevin. What there are, the is on there, there are <laughs> six games in the Hall
0: of Game. Two of How them many are Nintendo games. Did, it's a bigger cut than that. It's not. Sure. It's I can tell you them all right now. It is. Super Mario Sixty Four. Batman's on that, right? I think. No, it's Super Mario Sixty Four, Wii Sports, Fallout New Vegas, Apex Legends, Portal Two, Mirror's Edge.
1: Why the fuck is Mirror's Edge on? That's. Go ahead. How the fuck? Omar gave a wonderful presentation. Of course, it was Omar. Of course, I. Damn. Mirror's Edge is not on anyone's top. 200 list.
0: Hey, dude. Quite it, impressive. They sold it. Quite me. impressive, I, guys. That, the presentation pushed me over. Did we, Mirror's Edge won man. by a good margin. So, I, man. You know, Kevin, I brought Hades. Yeah, I brought Hades to the last one. I, huh? I brought Hades to the last Hall of Game. It got zero votes.
1: Yeah, something went wrong. Y- y- y'all act like fools when I'm not there. What the hell happened, dude? I, well, the how, thing.
0: How? What happened was we had to so now so now
1: wait so now Hades can't be used. I can't bring Hades. Oh, so someone else can. Right, Somebody okay. else could.
0: Okay. Someone else uh, because of the way that math the worked, we shifted to only voting for two games because it was an even number of people, and we didn't want to be like, okay, well, we're giving points to all three games because that way it would have like netted out to probably being a three-way tie. Um, so we shifted to a two-point system. And because of that, Hades didn't make the
2: cut. So
1: Portal Two though, yeah, great game, no, that's great game. that's criminal on on many offenses. That's that's criminal.
2: Yeah.
0: Well. Uh, speaking of Nintendo games, though, in this time capsule we're cracking open, and we talked sp- <laughs> talking about Batman too. Uh, there's two events happening between the release of this episode and next week's episode. First up, this Friday animal crossing is having its direct about its november content update the only thing they've announced so far is that brewster and the roost are coming to the game in november uh kevin you played the
1: Wii version of animal crossing i did but also the ds version and in the ds version they did have the coffee shop in the museum Mm -hmm. that i i frequented many a time you know i would Mm -hmm. hear the the uh i think it was a jazz player right it was a jazz player of some sort so in there i'm not entirely sure
0: because i only played the gamecube in 3ds animal crossings and i experienced the cafe in the 3ds version so
1: i don't know if your version had jazz it was it was some yes it was this motherfucker yeah this guy (laughs) i'm putting it in the discord um yeah him I and and then somewhere somewhere in this room, there was a jazz player, mm-hmm. or maybe it was certain days, but I. Oh wait, no, it was it was the homie K. Um K K. K. Oh my god. Um KK Slider right? KK yeah Slider. yeah. Yeah. He here he is. Okay, I got bitch now. I got bitch now. So, so that's that's mm-hmm. what I recall. Right. That, that's what I recall vividly. Yes yes so So. i'm excited to see what they do with it oh hell yeah dude because
0: in the 3ds version i don't know if it was like this before but you could work there like you could serve coffee to your villagers and stuff um you could have unique exchanges with them and this is a 20 minute presentation unless this is just a super in-depth new addition to the game i feel like there will probably be more than just this yeah certainly um yeah But as somebody who has like 250 hours in New Horizons, um, the main thing I wanna see from them is new interactions with villagers because I I love the people on my island, but every time, I usually only talk to one of them now and it's my favorite, it's Dizzy. Everybody else, I'm like, I know exactly what you're gonna say to me, so I just don't even bother talking to you. Um, So new interactions through the coffee shop or whatever would be appreciated uh do you see them maybe bringing any quality of life improvements that people have been asking for to this because they did say like hey this is new content we're listening we got some stuff for you don't worry it's gonna be a drop what are you expecting out of this outside of brewster if anything
1: i'm yeah i'm assuming there's gonna be more than just brewster right um considering that it's 20 minutes uh, I'm I'm unaware of uh what would be quality of life stuff. I just I just I, I haven't played the game in months. Sure. Low key maybe years at this point. Yeah. Probably probably over a year for sure. Um damn it's been that long, shit. Yeah. I don't I don't know what they could do to the game quality wise. If there's complaints, I hope they get addressed by the hardcore animal crossing fans that are still in there um doing their thing and everything but brewster's enough for me bro i'm gonna go check out the brewster coffee shop for sure so that's they really got me i'm yeah. good i'm good you know
0: i, I think the main but, ask people yeah. have for quality of life things would be like let me craft multiple of the same item if i have enough resources to do so at once uh mm. or just simple things like that, like menu navigation. I think that's the thing people want the most. Um, but in terms of content, yeah, the the Brewster and the Roost thing, I'm looking forward to. I would love huge missed opportunity here, dude. We have a phone in the game, right? Right. Put. A, we need a music app. We need a music app that we can listen to the other soundtracks of the other games, like. Ah animal crossing new leaf on the 3ds the hourly soundtrack they have for that game is a vibe and i think the new horizons music is good but it's it's all too peppy like i need some downer tracks for the late night hours for the goblin hours i need like 3 a.m to be 3 a.m not a ukulele going off you know like i need Mm, something mm, mm,
1: low-key you want some low-key vibes for the for the uh demon hours
0: Exactly, yeah. So any like an app, it's like, hey, the New Leaf playlist or the original game or city folk, you can do it, maybe shuffle. Like, oh what's five AM gonna be today? Is it gonna be New Horizons? Is it gonna be New Leaf? Like that would go a long way. And I feel like that's a very easy thing to put in.
1: I hear you. Yeah, oh yeah. Definitely, 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 definitely. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. Good call. Uh, Good call.
0: I think this might be the final official Nintendo presentation of the year so i don't think they would announce anything else but animal crossing you know maybe an expansion down the line because
1: i bet they'll have something at game awards oh Oh, for sure oh like their own exclusive sorry my bad oh yeah yeah, yeah. their specific right gotcha okay yeah so
0: we'll see what animal crossing has in store uh the following day though dc fandom is happening it's all things dc but a portion of that is video games so suicide squad killed the justice league and gotham knights have you seen the teases lately no no i've been kind of just staying away till
1: it till it gotcha. happens.
0: there's been a couple new screenshots from both games uh like cutscene screenshots not gameplay um short little video clips and some hype reels for the event as a whole i see on twitter gotham knights is doing a lot of promo images like oh bruce wayne is dead newspapers and Earlier today, yeah. they posted a fireplace with the Court of Owls show. painting.
1: So, that's hot. That's hot. That's hot. Yeah. Now that I've uh I've seen uh I forgot what the actual HBO m- animated movie is. Was, it, was it Batman? It's not or Robin? called Core of Owls. I, it was Batman. Yeah, I think it was Batman Robin. But yeah. one of them was the Court of Owls storyline. It was cool as fuck. So, <laughs> I'm uh I I'm really interested to see how that is from a campaign standpoint um bruce bruce not actually dead right christian like you know what i'm uh, saying like he's i not, think he's not he's not actually dead right he's he's, he's as he's dead just, as
0: captain america is in
1: avengers i think yeah he's he's I'm down there dealing with the core of our stuff right now you know he's not i'm not dead you know what i'm saying
0: here's a question for you do you think they show batman no. at this presentation not like Maybe in, like, a cutscene or, like, a cinematic, like, pre the events that kick off the story we've seen? Oh, or okay. Like, hmm. any new ensued Batman footage, not Bruce Wayne? Hmm.
1: I think if they... I, I think I would. I think I would, you know? Like, mm-hmm. um... We had a similar thing of like, oh, they're saying he's dead, but he's clearly not dead. What the hell game was that? It was um, Avengers was Cap. No, there was something before that. But yeah, like, that's a good example. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, 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 we can use that example. Yeah, where, where it's like, okay, like, you're not really going to not have Cap, right? Um, but did they show Cap? They showed Cap before? gameplay for the, the prologue. For the A-Day, machine. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for A-Day. Okay, right, gotcha. Um, yeah, I, I bet they'll do the same thing here. Yeah, I think, I think that's pro- low-key a smart move because, like, you know, if, if, if like, anyone still thinks that Batman's dead after they show Batman gameplay, if they do, you know, mm-hmm. that happens, like, before the events or whatever, um, and if you still think he's going to be dead in the full game, then good for you, cool. Mm-hmm. You can be wowed and, and, like, surprised and all that. For sure but like i want i want like a moment of like all right let's 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 get down to business yes batman's in this game i mean it's just for the story purposes
0: you know what i'm saying but yeah personally i would really respect and probably really enjoy if they're like full-blown actually doing it well it's like no he's dead like he's not a post-game character he's not any like he's straight up dead um i would love if they did that because i would respect that move but I do think he'll I can probably be an unlockable
1: it. character after you beat the game. I can respect it. I don't know if I'd love it, but I can certainly respect the bold move, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but... Because, I mean... Come on.
0: Like, in the oh comics, God, the I Bat Family is really warranting of a spotlight like this game could give them. And I feel like throwing Batman in... Would take away from that a little bit, but I wouldn't be upset. But I would really enjoy it if they committed to just be like, "Hey, no, this is a story about his family
1: dealing with that." Um. I mean, mean, they can all have the spotlight, you know. And 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 hey, like if the if ninety percent of the campaign is the Bat Family, that's a pretty big spotlight. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm being an ass. I don't know. But like you know, like I'm not. I would like to see Batman again. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. You know? Yeah. Because uh, I don't think we're getting it in Suicide Squad, as far as I'm aware. I mean, we're probably going to have to kill him. That's, yeah, the, that's, that's the point of the game. I really fucking hate that premise, so. bro. You know? I'm... I'm Yeah. To move on to, like, the Suicide Squad stuff. Like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit more open to the Suicide Squad after James Gunn's the Suicide Squad. You know? I, I, I really was not... Thinking that I was gonna enjoy that movie, but I can't lie. Walked away. Was fully entertained. Liked the uh, premises, but you know James Gunn's not working on this game, right? But um, at least I have a better, a better attitude towards Suicide Squad after the James Gunn movie, right? So I, I, I'm like a little bit intrigued at what the game could possibly bring, but um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. What do you think? what's your I mean it's your uh, temperature gauge on you know what I'm saying
0: the IP was never the hold up for me it's just I don't know if I'd want to play a game as any of those characters like maybe yeah, Harley Quinn but like and listen I love I love the shark but like I don't know if I want to play a game as Deadshot or Boomerang like that's just a third person shooter that's that's what my worry is is that uh Suicide Squad is just going to be a third person shooter with, like, some melee stuff, where Batman is, like, a character action melee game I love. That's why, out the gate, I was more excited for Gotham Knights, because it was, like, it's the lineage of Origins, and it's about the family using their fists, using their batarangs, stabs. I think everybody in that reveal trailer for Suicide Squad was using a gun, so, like, like I feel like I've already played that game, you know? I I think that's the thing that was a hold-up for me, where you have this rich world of characters to pull from. And it's like, you're going to play as a squad that all shoot things. It's like, okay, (laughs) sure. I guess. Like, is there anything you want to see specifically out of either of these games or that you're looking to see out of these games to be excited?
1: Anything that I'm looking to be excited. um, It's a good question honestly i'm i'm very much like not expecting anything. <laughs> like 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 i don't know like maybe that's a cop-out answer you know but like I, i'm really going in with like very little expectations where it's like yeah we have a rock city game i love the arkham trilogy right I thought it was a very good um my my like favorite batman experience i've 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 had right mm-hmm. like over mm-hmm. that that spans across movies like everything right um but like we're not getting that but hey at the same time it's like they made that so maybe they could bring that again right even though it's an ip and characters that um i really don't have an affinity towards at all you know but hey there's still that prospect of maybe they could still pull it off but that's gonna be half like that's gonna have to be foreseen when the game comes out right and that's maybe next year maybe next year you know oh wait, no. it's 2023 right for um suicide squad i no. i think it was announced in 2020 as a 2022
0: ye- game and we were like that's not a real year and then the reason it's confusing is because gotham knights was supposed to be 21 and that got pushed to 22 also
1: oh yeah so that's easily 2023
0: <laughs> oh, unless it bookends <laughs> yeah. the year i don't i could see them do that too because wb's yeah. late 2021 so
1: okay okay yeah okay yeah yeah but um but, yeah, so, but, like, I, I'm definitely a little bit more, like, if I was to rather play one or the other, like, if I was to play one, uh, um either game right now, it'd probably be Gotham Knights, you know? But um I still cause just kind of, like, want to see more of it because I don't project that I'm going to be playing that game co-op throughout the entire story, mm-hmm. right? I assume that's going to be a single-player thing for me. Um, So, I really want to see, like, how... The moment-to-moment gameplay looks like but i'm definitely more inclined to play gotham knights over uh over suicide
0: squad yeah i am very excited for gotham knights uh tim drake robin is like one of my favorite dc characters so the fact that i can play a whole ass game as him is very exciting um so i'm just looking to see you know just a general improvement of what we saw last time maybe a new villain maybe a bit more insight of how like the world works as the open world um, I hope I am wowed because I could see myself putting a lot of time into Gotham Knights next year and I have very high hopes for it. So looking forward to seeing its showcase this Saturday.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, and the and Ron, they, it's the, it's WB games that's making Gotham Knights, right? The people that made, uh, Arkham Origins.
0: Same team. Yeah. Arkham Origins.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Same team. Yeah. I, I love Arkham Origins. Mm-hmm i really enjoyed that game so uh so yeah no like like everything's looking more uh my alley on gotham knights as opposed to suicide squad but mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see also we'll see.
0: i remember this was a big thing at the time uh people were scared that it was like had rpg elements of like progression and like very much not what arkham is i'm i think that's probably gonna still be here if they shifted it to be more like the progression of arkham i don't think i'd be surprised but i'm expecting it to still be like mr freeze is level 40 and you are level whatever you know like i think that's what it's still gonna be i'm cool with that i like that approach but um yeah as long as it looks like it plays similar moment to moment like arkham i'm excited
2: Mm.
0: Mm. with that kevin are we still rolling we are we are i am staring
1: i'm staring at pre, a not premiere pro wrong program i'm staring at audition i swear on my life and then still, it is
0: time for pots we're still recording <laughs> pots, pots 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 pots. fall games we got some coming up we got some already out hypes and hold ups. it's our quarterly review we do this every quarter on this podcast we run through what's coming up we choose a hype a game that we're excited for, we think more people should be excited for, we think is probably gonna be at least good to great, a holdup, maybe not something that we should be too excited for. We don't think it's gonna be bad, but maybe we don't get it, we don't get the hype, we're not ready for it, whatever. My example I'll always give, I gave Ghost of Tsushima my holdup, and it ended up being like my third favorite game of last year. Holdup doesn't mean it's gonna be bad, means we got some reservations we want greatness out of it maybe we don't see it yet um does that make
1: sense kevin yes sir okay
0: well then quickly running through what's already released for october uh alan wake remastered you said you're considering picking that up i'm curious if you do
1: yeah the more i mean right now i'm playing other wilds and it's dlc for a project that you guys will see in the future and mm-hmm. um metroid dread but after that's i think what i'm gaming for you know cool. towards, but then i i want to squeeze that in between guardians I don't so think if we're able to do long. that yeah well l- like i hear it's only like eight nine hours or, or something like that yeah so that that shouldn't be too long so i bet i'll be able to squeeze it in mm-hmm. you know before that good old guardians later on which we we, we, we would definitely touch on but uh but yeah, um yeah, I I'm I'm pretty solid on picking up Alan Wake for sure. Nice.
0: Yeah, Alan Wake is a game I always wanted to play. Um I just did not have a 360 for long mm. enough to play it. Um But yeah, with the remaster out there, I'm definitely curious. I'll probably pick it up on sale at some point cuz uh it's got a cool premise for sure. October 5th, we also have Hell Let Loose. That was the free PS Plus game for PlayStation 5 owners. It's a shooter. That's all I know about it.
1: Yeah, I think it's... I'm pretty sure it's only multiplayer. Uh, I've been meaning to check it out and give, like, a little impressions video on the channel. But Mm -hmm. um, who knows when that'll happen? You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, it's it's there. It's on PS Plus. Redeem it. You might as well. You know? Mm -hmm. You might as well. So
0: same day you recently reviewed this game
1: jet the far shore indeed indeed uh check out the review for my full thoughts but like quick uh you know cliff notes uh not the best (laughs) not not the best game um but i say if you got nothing to play and uh you want some like real like obscure like good moments shrouded around gameplay that's not the best and weird decisions that are made, you know, I would just look into the, just look into the review. I don't think it's the best game by any means necessary at all. Um, but there's some there's some bright spots in Jet the Far Shore. But overall, it's not it's not something that I'd I'd recommend with flying colors.
0: I I'm pretty sure I watched your review and I still can't tell you what the genre is. Wikipedia is telling me action adventure. I thought it was like survival, No Man's Sky,
1: but yeah action adventure is not not fully it. correct but it's not fully wrong but it's not fully correct you know what i'm okay. saying okay it is what it is man i would just hate you know what if it comes on ps plus check it i'd out. still pass i think
0: uh same day we got nickelodeon yeah. all-star brawl which uh came out got some all right reviews reception seems pretty positive seems like it's a game that might uh
1: hang around in some capacity for a while yeah, I, I didn't realize a lot of the fighters, or I think most of the fighters don't have, like, voice acting. None right. of them do. Damn, that kind of... Uh... It's weird, right? <laughs> like... Yeah, that that's... Guys, what? <laughs> so, what happens?
0: As far as I... I mean, it's a budget game, clearly, but, like, absolutely, I, absolutely. I think they just couldn't get the actors for these characters to do this. Like, that's it fair. probably wasn't in the budget, but... I believe since that was revealed a couple months ago, they've said like, "Hey, we're working on that." Like, okay, cool. Yeah, cool. might get a, a voice update down the line or something. But, yeah, um, you don't have a huge Smash history. But do you like Nickelodeon enough to pick this up when it's on sale or something? Nope. Okay. Nah. nah I do. Probably. I think Black Friday, twenty thirty bucks. I think I'm in on this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I'm not yeah, just not I uh, uh yeah, you know, I just uh, I just don't know. Even though hey, Ang's moveset looks pretty fire. Mm-hmm. So does Cora, you know, Danny Phantom looks pretty lit, you know. There's there's definitely a lot of characters that I connect with obviously mm-hmm. in this game, but um eh, like maybe if it's like a 10, $10 15 dollar thing, like under 20 perhaps, perhaps. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, genuinely I think this will be probably 25 on black friday maybe less but yeah 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 i i like smash i like melee this has some melee stuff in it um i love danny phantom i love reptar i want to beat up patrick star I'll, i i yep. seems like a good time same day super monkey ball banana mania the remake of the original games reception seemed pretty positive i don't have a history of monkey ball i know you do but this is not the game you have the history with correct
1: yeah i played it a little bit on wii with my siblings um don't really have a strong affinity to it but gotcha yeah
0: you know i was surprised um because i i did play some of the monkey ball games at friends houses growing up right what well, called the mini games this remake collection does not have online multiplayer really yeah like huh they it's got only monkey.
2: local
1: co-op.
0: Yeah, only local. They got the the target. They got monkey soccer, baseball, all the mini games. No multiplayer. Surprised me.
1: Yeah, that's that's a it's a choice. Yeah, it's it's, it's certainly a choice. It's mm-hmm. certainly a choice. You know what else
0: is a choice? What's up? The fact that we have another goddamn Far Cry game and it came out a couple days ago.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And yes,
0: sir. when I was making show notes today, I saw an article about Far Cry Seven.
1: Look, man, look, look, I know a lot of people are shitting on Far Cry. I've done my fair time of shitting on Far Cry, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think they're just whatever, right? But uh, definitely formulaic, right? And, um, <laughs> again, like, you know, hey, if it's on Black Friday for the right price, I'm just going to send it and just, and just fucking buy it, you know? Have I bought Watch Dogs Legion? I have, Christian. Have I played it yet? No but it's it's at some point when i'm feeling the ubisoft itch i'll uh i'll i'll uh, pick it up (laughs) i
0: I think that listen uh, i don't know what happened with ubisoft but they went from like my favorite third party dev last gen to i think i'm done with them outside of star wars and maybe their avatar game like It's just... I don't even think Far Cry's are, like, bad games. Like, I played 4 and 5 and enjoyed them. It's, like... It just feels tired and, like... Processed, like a machine, mass production sort of thing, you know? Like...
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I mean... I really loved Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you know? But, like... That's just because I've... I've liked the... Ubisoft template, right? For mm-hmm. the most part, right? It's just with, with, with like, Far Cry, just Far Cry 5, I just wasn't, like, a super big fan of overall. I just thought it was just kind of just, like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, And there are things about Far Cry 6 that I am at least, it, it, at least, like, intrigued with to check out, you know? But definitely, I'm not, like, out of Ubisoft, right? But I am definitely looking at their future, and I'm a little bit... Man, a little bit concerned how could i
0: know? fucking forget ghost recon battle royale yeah, yeah that too i'm yeah, done that. i'm i yeah <laughs> it feels yeah. soulless That's the thing
1: that crushes me <laughs>
0: like it just feels empty yeah
1: like they still have a lot of peace like i love assassin's creed you know i know that's uh and to preface like i'm a i'm a quote-unquote new age post origins new age rpg fan of assassin's creed yeah right. and like definitely like those games a lot
0: Odyssey's um,
1: great, you know. D- yeah, is fantastic. I love the division still. I thought the uh, division two was great overall, you know, and their rollout and everything. Um but yeah, man. We'll see. We'll see. The Yard Baker Star Wars game, I love me some Star Wars. You see, know, and, yeah. I bet I bet I bet the Star Wars game is gonna hit. I see, bet that one's gonna slap.
0: Like I enjoyed Maybe. what I played with the division. And I'm glad that, that team is the one making this because Avatar I, I think it's on the division engine, but like Avatar's just going to be a far cry game dude. Like that's that's it. It's a first person survival game. Like it, it's it's yeah, just tired. I'm, I look at it and I get tired just seeing an image of these games
2: at this y- point.
1: Yeah, m- my my hope is that they funnel their formulaic design that that we've seen for their premiere releases, right? For the free to play stuff that they're doing, right? And just having that just live or die by whatever it lives or dies by right but i hope they do something different and they have a chance to kind of have a bit of a a bit of a reinvigoration if you will with the likes of a star wars with the likes of an avatar you know that's the hope right that that Mm -hmm. that maybe they start to shake it up and make big waves with their premiere releases that aren't the free-to-play stuff and the free-to-play stuff just has that model that um has always kind of leaned to like, damn, this should be a free to play game, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I'm like with all this, with like the amount of content that they put into it. Like, you might as well mm-hmm. just not give us the whole shit and just segment it and give us that overtime and call it a day, right? And call it a call it a battle pass or whatever. Like, I don't know, call it DLC seasons, but we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, We'll see. but yeah, no, I, I yeah, I'm just probably gonna buy Far Cry Six. You know what I'm saying? Whether I will. Whether I really want to play it or not.
0: Well, if Watch Dogs is anything to go by, I'm looking forward to your Far Cry 6 takes in two years. Um, Yeah, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. One more day, two more days, sorry, then we're caught up on current releases. Metroid Dread, buy it. (laughs) It's good. Um, Yeah, please don't don't pirate
1: it, please. Or emulate it.
0: Same day as Metroid Dread, October 8th. Tetris Effect Connected hits the Switch. That's a great game. Uh, It runs really well on Switch. I was a little worried because it's like particle effects heavy at times. But it's a great version of Tetris. I love that game. Fantastic music. Worth playing. So Uh, one more drop and we're caught up yesterday as recording October 12th. We had Disco Elysium, The Final Cut, Acclaimed RPG, Hits, Nintendo Switch, Xbox, and Series. Lone Echo 2 hitting the Rift. Oculus VR shit, hell yeah! Um, <laughs> the the one I care about on this day, October twelfth, Back for Blood, Windows, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series through Game Pass. The Left for Dead spiritual successor. Uh, I enjoy the beta very much as a person who's never played Left for Dead. I have an appointment tonight or tomorrow night to play it with some friends and I am very excited to do that.
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know, I wasn't going to buy this game, but hey, you know what? If it's on sale for Black Friday, just out of spite to just to, to just bolster my anti KFC agenda, I may I may support the guys at Toro Rock. Well, you know? I
0: mean, Listen, yeah, it was it was bad that KFC did that, but, like, the clapback that Turtle Rock had was 10 out that, of 10. That's what I'm saying. That was worth that's it. That's
1: what I'm saying. How the hell chicken's in your name and you have bad chicken? How does that work? Explain that. You, I, you I, truly hate to see it. Whoever put that tweet out, I applaud. That was beautiful.
0: 11 herbs and spices and still no taste. What a fucking burn. That's
1: so good. And, hey, <laughs> you know, I... I got, I got respect for KFC Gaming specifically. You know, they're out here. They're trying to mess around with us over here on the uh, Twitter gaming space. A very, a very, um... How I put le- It's a very un At least, I feel like it's a very unique it's conglomerate maybe. of, of, of like, of, of a space. You know? I don't know if there's, like, an equivalent to, like, movies or whatever. You know? I don't know. Right? But... Ours is just definitely there, you know. So I got to respect it, but you know. Uh, the funny Your thing is, is, horrible.
0: The same chicken people food. that made Left for Dead made Back for Blood.
1: <laughs> yeah, that too. Like on I, don't underst- I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they fully
0: understand.
1: I don't they fully like. I'm not sure if they fully understood that.
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe but they have forgot. But.
0: Genuinely, reception seems good. Uh, and most of the issues that were there in the beta seem like they are ironed out um they've made some changes and promises about uh fixes to solo progression which like i understand why people were upset that like solo progression was kind of weird and not ideal but this is a game that i think the fun is what you make it with your friends so like i'm not gonna play this game solo i can tell you that right now unless it's like training or survival or something but like uh, i'm very excited for backer blood and next week i will have full thoughts for sure uh, let's see. Let's see. October fifteenth, the day this episode comes out. Kevin, we got NHL twenty two hitting PS four five the Xboxes. No PC release. That's weird. Did those games get PC? Re- does does
1: sports get PC games? You probably don't have no drivers to run it. You know what I'm saying? Fuck PC, right? Well,
0: I just scroll up. October first, FIFA. That was on Windows. Sup, NHL.
1: What's the
2: big deal?
0: Arachnite is furious.
1: I'm sure.
2: <laughs>
1: He's shaking in the corner. Um wanna give a quick shout to Crisis Remaster Trilogy. Oh hell. Also yeah. October fifteenth. Um that I'm looking for that for Black Friday, but definitely I do want to get around to those and actually play mm. Crisis, but it's all I gotta say.
0: That's yeah. I, gotta say. I remember growing up my neighbor uh was who had a PS three. I was very, very in on Crisis three when that came out. Um, yeah yeah i'm i'm looking forward to the digital foundry video of crisis running on switch
1: i'm fascinated by i want to watch it oh hell yeah oh hell yeah that one's that one's good it's gonna be a banger it's Mm -hmm. gonna be a banger uh same day
0: so crisis on is on pc switch ps4 and xbox same day we got demon slayer the game from the people who made dragon ball z Kakarot, one of my favorite games i played this year uh that's coming to windows ps4 ps5 xbox one and series Demon Slayer is an anime I've meant to watch. So once I watch this, I'll probably pick up the game because no spoilers, and CyberConnect2, they make some solid video games. Um, Good Life is also dropping on the 15th. That is Windows, Switch, PS4, and Xbox. That is from Swery. You're basically playing a reporter who moves to this town and you can choose to be a cat or dog as well. And you just navigate the world as a cat or a dog, living the good life. It's a good title. Good title. What else is in October? Uh, that, was sh- part in the pause, that was a good point in the pause. I
1: like that. Thank you. I like
0: that one. October 21st, Toy Soldiers HD, the Xbox Arcade Classic is coming to you everything Windows, Switch, PS4, and Xbox. October 22nd, in time for Halloween, the Dark Pictures Anthology. House of Ashes coming to Windows, PS4, 5, Xbox One and Series. I you played Man of Medan, didn't you?
1: Yeah, the first one was not really that impressed. Uh haven't checked out the second one. This is the third one, I believe. Um Ashley Tisdale's in here. So that's cool, but Yeah, I don't know, you know. Was was Will <laughs> Poulter was, in I mean, the second one? Who's Will Poulter? I don't even know. He was
0: the yeah. the the boy from We're the Millers?
1: Oh, the one that's going to be – um, what's his face? and uh, uh Volume 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Maybe. Actually, you know what? That does sound familiar. I I think he might be in the second one, yeah. Okay. It's a green-themed dark pictures. It's like witches. It's like I think in a swamp. Yeah, like it, I think it takes place in like a swamp area. I think of some sort – something like that.
0: I thought it was suburbs, yeah. so I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> maybe but. it is suburbs, dude. I – I remember seeing Green a lot during the trailer, mm-hmm. if that helps. I Probably doesn't, but you know. As somebody who loves Until Dawn, like,
0: as, I love Until Dawn. Um, every time one of these hit, I don't even have any faith anymore. I'm just let down by the reception. But yeah. I know yeah. Owen, friend of the show, said the sequel to Man of a Dan was noticeably better. So hopefully they keep that trend up.
1: But... They don't have me with this one. Yeah, yeah. I like the premise of House of Batches, though. I really like the like the because I I believe it's like these soldiers finds like an ancient like desert tomb of some sort, you know. Mm-hmm. So at least that sounds pretty original, as far as I'm aware. You know, like 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 I don't think we 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 we've ever had um, that. Smorgasbord of of a premise to be something that's horror, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we were talking
0: about Will Poulter. We were talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, October twenty sixth. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy from IDOS Montreal is coming to Windows, Switch via the cloud, PS four, PS five, Xbox One, and Series X. It just got its launch trailer, and funny enough, Adam Warlock is also in the game, so that's cool.
1: Ah. Nice, yeah. nice. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I'm like already thinking about clearing up, up the gaming time I have for when this drops. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? I they right. put out is it is it next
1: week? No, it's in two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. The launch trailer
0: I loved. They put that up I think yesterday morning, and um, it just looks like a fun time, dude. And after this initial wave of previews, as somebody who likes Avengers a lot. I'm prepared to fully love Guardians of the Galaxy. I think at the bare minimum, universally, this will be a better game than Avengers. So that makes me very excited as somebody with 200 hours in Avengers.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's if 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 this is somehow worse than Avengers, like it's 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 gotta be. It can't. Be. A real mess. Yeah. There's no, no way. I know like, like I'm not saying, saying, like that, if it like, is, like <laughs> it, it's like gotta be like a travesty. Which I just there's there's no shot. there's no shot to travesty i hope not shit (laughs) i hope not
0: jack has coined this game to be the anti marvel's avengers because single player no expansions all the skins are earnable uh no gear progression like it's the antithesis to marvel's avengers and those things aren't the reasons I like Avengers. So, like the fact that it's not doing those things is the reason I think it can just be better. So,
1: yeah. Wait a minute. Side note: How come your uh, how your your King, your Avengers game over there? Uh, they're they're now allowing people to to use real money to buy resources when they, they, they said they weren't going to.
0: Yeah, it's tricky. It's weird. So, it's hey like man. the thing going with on? that is. What's going on? remember how odyssey had xp boosters yes it's that it's it's time saving microtransactions so like they said initially it's very murky they were like we're not gonna have pay to win stuff it's like there's no pvp in those games like is there pay to win Mm -hmm. in a pve game like it's it's weird i think it sucks but like i it's just weird more than anything i don't think it's like trashy but it's a weird move i think shout out to them shout out to them yeah um but yeah guardians of the galaxy is a day one for me i'm stoked can't wait october 28th got a few games so windows is getting age of empires 4 i think it's been a long time since the last one i have never played any age of empires game xbox first party release uh i wonder if this hits console at some point i remember when they announced it i don't i think they said it wasn't gonna hit console but like flight simulator i think was typically just a a pc game and that's on the series now so maybe down the line yeah another ubisoft title a ubisoft original excuse me Uh, indeed october 28th we got riders republic
1: (laughs) you played this i did I did. I liked what I played. I can't lie. Granted, I'm not uh, a very educated person to talk about Rare's Republic, given that this is like my first. That was like my first taste of like a, you know, a like sports, like extreme sports type game. Um, uh, even even if you want to lump in like skateboarding games too, you know, like my only experience with that is just like a DS game from Tony Hawk, um, downhill jam or whatever, right? So, uh, you know, I'm not sure of my opinion has any weight really but um i've seen i've seen a lot of people agree that have played those other games right that Ryers was uh it's pretty fun it was pretty fun this is on my black friday list you know mm-hmm. if it's on the right price i might just scoop it up you know but yeah. but yeah
0: i i, found with it. I really liked it steep that was a free game a while back mm. on playstation um indeed i had a good time with it i was really excited when they announced steep and then it came out and people were like oh it's terrible I had a really fun time with it. So, like, hopefully, Riders Republic is able to just iterate on what I liked about Steep and what was good about Steep and bring that to these other sports they're implementing. Um, and as somebody who is, I'd say, a fan of the genre, mainly from like Tony Hawk and Skate and like a little bit of SSX, but mainly like Cool Borders on the PS1, I'm glad that there's a big budget snowboarding game, even though this seems to be focusing on the BMX stuff in the marketing at least. Um, yeah, it, I, it's, it's cool, it exists. October 29th, on Nintendo Switch. Mario Party Superstars. It is five or six of the classic boards from Mario Parties 1, 2, and 3, remade in the Mario Party Switch engine, online multiplayer, tons of remade, mini games, classics. Tons of stuff like that. I was excited for this, and then they announced that the Nintendo 64 games are coming to Switch Online with multiplayer. So I'm just gonna wait until classic Mario Party 2 gets added instead of this remastered collection. But I know for some people, the visuals of the N64 are immediately off-putting. So if they can experience the best Mario Party minigames, go for it but i'll wait (laughs) It's right so you were never a mario party guy right ever no sir no Nope. Nope. they're great they really are great like the early
1: ones are really really good very fun i see i see yeah maybe uh uh, nah i'm not gonna buy it but like you know shout out to y'all shout out to (laughs) y'all oh man shout out to y'all another
0: ubisoft game november 4th also that was it for october there were like obviously there's loads of indie games coming out all the time but for major releases that's october november 4th a ubisoft original just dance 2022 switch ps4 ps5 xbox everyone that exists and stadia
1: stadia not on pc damn not on wii Hasn't been a few years since Just Dance has, has I, been on? I ha, thought last year Wii? was the first one. Oh, I thought it was a while ago. By a while, maybe like three, four years ago, I thought. like Was it, like, oh, yeah, like this is the last one on Wii. I but think maybe, I m- can maybe, fact maybe check. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. What's interesting, right before Just Dance, World War Z is dropping on Switch. I want that Digital Foundry video, too. Oh, sure. I need to see that i need to see that i, I want to see that i want to see that digital foundry video real bad but um but yeah shout out to just dance you know they're still doing their thing i i i wonder what the song roster is looking like on just dance these days you know so
0: i just checked just dance 2021 was the last one on Wii, so that was the one that came out oh in oh wow okay uh, I I can't do the, the yearly thing right now. 2020, I guess, was the last one.
1: So y- Yeah, I assume it be 2020. Yeah. Interesting. Well wow. I didn't realize they were putting them out that late. Well, look at them. Yeah. Um, you Get a Switch.
0: But yeah, to your point of World War Z, that was a game I was always interested in a little bit. Because, um, you know, fun, stupid, mid-zombie survival is always good if you can
1: get some friends yeah. for it so yeah fun fact don't know if you recall saber actually pitched a multiplayer mode for days gone and then sony bend was like "Nah, we're good and then they uh spent sp- spun off and made uh world war z i did not they know that those uh, once yeah yeah fun little trivia i it's i true. do
0: remember though i think a couple years ago you and i were watching a game awards pre-show when this got announced and they showed the zombies and we're like, Oh, is this is Days gone in the pre show? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. You it was the horde mechanic aspects of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that like the, that's where they kinda of met in the middle. But um I'm not sure if it was Sony that that said no, nah or, mm-hmm. or Ben themselves said no, but they did pitch a multiplayer mode for that. Yeah. That's very interesting. It is.
0: It November fifth. Call of Duty Vanguard hitting Windows, PS4, five, Xbox One, and Series. This is from Sledgehammer. Uh go off. What's up?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh multiplayer is looking like whatever, you know what I'm saying? Warzone, if you like Warzone, Warzone's there, whatever. Uh they did announce their new anti cheat today. Which is okay. to be pleasing a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? So hopefully uh that gets all remedied from the uh Cheating problem in Warzone and everything. Um, and there was even cheating in the Vanguard beta, which it's like, yo. So, that's that's a whole other thing. Like, damn. Like, they really got to. Like, I think they, I think they said that it's debuting in Warzone when Vanguard launches. But it's being implemented in Vanguard later on, I think. So, there is that. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, what else? What else? What else? Yeah. Campaign looks interesting. I'm probably just going to play the campaign for the most part. Um, the zombie storyline also that they're running with from Cold War is also spanning into Vanguard as well. Um, don't know if you saw this, uh, Rick Toffin is back in the storyline, right? The, but, uh, he's, he's definitely in a different role for sure. There's stuff with Samantha too. Like, like, like things have been happening. I don't think it's like that good, but it's, it's, you know, still, still continuing that, story kinda that we've uh we love, just in like a different way. Um, but they're continuing here in uh in Vanguard Zombies and everything. It's gonna act like a little bit like a prequel, I believe, that will kind of I guess relate to the story that we just experienced, I think, and maybe push it forward in some ways, but it's cod. It is what it is.
0: Yeah, I indeed have not played Call of Duty since World War Two. And um yeah
1: kind of made my peace with it back then <laughs> so yeah yeah uh, I, hear you. I hear you i hear you it's got yeah it's got stiff stiff competition obviously with what we'll talk about yeah like for sure
0: obviously it's still going to be the best-selling game of the year but like i think more than ever from the the buzz i've seen around all the main shooters this year it seems like it's the least favored out of the three.
1: Oh, 100 people ain't talking about vanguard 100%. No, yeah. people are not talking about it no no people are not talking about that like this yeah. feels like a ghost year <laughs> Maybe worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't think it's been this quiet from a COD since like it, I'd say like the last one was like probably, probably Infinite Warfare was probably like the the second quietest COD. Um, next to Ghost too. but um, but yeah, we'll we'll see. Like, hey, if they're able to do a six hour campaign that I am finding enjoyment with, and I guess I guess that that's all I'm really expecting. You know. Okay. We'll see. We'll see
0: november 9th windows xbox one and xbox series x from playground games xbox first party we got forza horizon 5 coming to game pass as well impressions whole wave of impressions came out the other day um i'm typically not a racing guy i love burnout paradise love burnout paradise and um Burnout's dead because you know EA owns it. So I've been looking for something to fill that void, and everything I've seen since I think the Gamescom showing where it was like Fast and Furious, dropping planes, dropping cars out of planes, not planes out of cars, um, <laughs> and just driving across all of Mexico. Sold me. It looks super fun, super arcadey. I will put a lot of time into this. Um, very much looking forward to Forza Five. Mm. So, did you watch yeah, any of the impressions?
1: Um, I the only thing I've seen is um, uh, I'm not sure if you know who t Martin is. Maybe you do, maybe I'm you don't. Familiar. I don't know. Um, yeah, he uh, he's had early access for a few weeks, and uh, I've been watching some of his Forza Forza Horizon Five videos, and uh, it looks like a good time. Definitely. Yeah. I need very. A, very pretty. I, I need a I need a racing game. You know. Oh well. But yeah, it, it looks cool definitely
0: i forgot to bring this up it's going to be at some point i'm i bet this is november um you need a racing game are you gonna get the grand theft auto trilogy oh yeah
1: yeah that's um
0: yeah um
1: there's been some interesting
0: uh tidbits since they officially announced it
1: yeah yeah um i gotta see it but I mean, hey, those are games I have not ever played before. You know, um, I had San Andreas as a kid. I was riding a bike and I fell off it. My mom thought something about it was too graphic, and uh, made my dad return it. So mm-hmm. I, I, I never got to play San Andreas. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, like I mean, to to go back and check out those, yeah, I'm I'm intrigued. Not sure if it's gonna be this year, maybe maybe for Christmas time, maybe maybe, but. Definitely nice to know that they are on modern platforms and I'll be able to go back and uh, play those. So. Yeah. So
0: I, the most recent thing I heard is that the next-gen version, like the, the native PS5 and series version, won't be until 2022.
1: Um. Oh, if that's happening, then I'll just wait till 2022, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think they said that... I saw a listing this morning that said 70 bucks for that version. Which... Yeah, which... um. I'm. I don't. I don't know what the internet is going off of, but I'm not expecting these to be that drastic of a update, personally.
1: Yeah, I just gotta see. I mean, like, even if it's a remaster, I mean, hey, a lot of people talk very fondly, fondly about these GTA games, sure. right? At least they are being improved in some shape, form, and fashion, mm-hmm. and not just shit out on the trilogy and no and no works being done on them, right? Like. You know, if, if if there's at least improvements and it's on a platform that I'm able to play on very accessibly, right, right there, um, I wouldn't mind dropping the seventy, you know, knowing that these games are critically acclaimed, um, by a lot of people, you know, so I'm I'm personally not that bothered if it's seventy bucks, you know. Just me personally. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, if you wanna throw a fist about it, then throw a fist about it. I don't know. It is what it is
0: uh also november 9th jurassic world evolution 2 on windows ps4 5 xbox one and series looks like just improving the original jurassic world evolution my friend big fan of that game uh november 11th we got two re-releases hitting first up skyrim anniversary edition coming to windows ps4 5 xbox one and series now with fishing um if i see it on a shelf somewhere maybe one day i'll buy it i'm not a day one i own skyrim but the the upgrade for the collection of all the um content that you would have had to pay for piecemeal might get me enough that i just buy the digital pack isn't
1: isn't it dropping on game pass for you
0: i don't know i haven't looked into that don't you don't you not have to worry about it yeah I maybe you're right. Yeah, I just I haven't looked into it. I don't I, see why it
1: wouldn't be on Game Pass, right? Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, unless it's treated as like a DLC, <laughs> yeah. which like
1: yeah, perhaps
0: yeah, maybe because yeah. I don't know if some of the Fallout DLCs are on Game Pass, but um,
1: yeah, I'll, I'll look into I it. I mean, hey, I mean, it's it's a technically a knives at this specific edition would be the first Xbox first party release of Skyrim, right? I think so. so, yeah. And if and the first part of the Xbox games are day and date. I mean, I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe, but Yeah. Same day on
0: Nintendo Switch, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, the Aspire Port of the original game is coming to Nintendo Switch. Currently, uh, there's no way to play Kotor on most of the consoles. It's not on PlayStation. It's about to be on Nintendo. The original version is playable on Xbox through BackCombat and, and, I think, Game Pass. And obviously, it's on PC, Kindles, tablets. Like, you can play KOTOR literally anywhere except for Nintendo and PlayStation. Now, Nintendo's getting the original version ported with some improvements. Mm -hmm. And uh, PS5, of course, is getting the remake in
1: 2024, (laughs) maybe. Yeah, whenever that drops, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I think it was a little bit harsh the first time we recorded this, right? Or I'm like, I don't care. The remake's coming. Fuck it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, But hey, here's where I'm at, right? Nice to know it's there, right? I want to see the Digital Foundry video on it, of course. But nice to know it's there and, and may... There, there's a little bit of a shot that I, I may at least purchase and try it out and uh, play through it for... Just to see the differences of the remake when that drops, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it I think it could be cool you know and and um yeah that's where i'm at so yeah not like a full no but a solid you know nice notes there yeah
0: nice also it's 15 bucks and yeah
1: yeah 15 too yeah it's that's nothing yeah,
0: yeah. i have it pre-ordered already i played kotor for the first time back in march february um loved it and i will play it again On my switch because there's multiple endings there's a good path and evil path tons of side quests there's a lot of content that i missed in that game because i was just streaming it and i basically stayed on the main course but also this is i think one of the there might be one other game that bioware did after this before mass effect but there's a lot of mass effect in this game so if the idea of Mass Effect but Star Wars is interesting to you I genuinely think you'd probably really enjoy KOTOR it's dated in some ways but I think you would appreciate the great stuff of this game yeah so hell yeah for that one um, November 12th Nintendo Switch exclusive as well we got Shin Megami Tensei 5, the mainline series that Persona spins off of this is the first SMT game with a simultaneous worldwide release typically it is japan first and then the west doesn't get it for sometimes a year uh, persona 5 was a pretty major gap from the japanese release to the rest of the world and uh this is their first major game following up persona 5 and it's nice to see them shifting to that format but i uh i'm curious about this one i've only ever played persona 5 your experience kevin is persona 4 golden for a little bit right
1: Indeed, indeed.
0: I am curious. It's, uh, everything I hear about SMT is that it's more hardcore. Like the social aspects of Persona aren't present. Uh, it's a bit darker thematically and story-wise. A bit more devastating, despair-filled post-apocalypse. So I'm curious. I-, I think this could do well, and I think this might be a huge moment for the mainline series, the way Persona 5 was for Persona. November nineteenth. Windows PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. Battlefield twenty forty two.
1: Indeed. I'm pretty sure as of last time I hadn't played Battlefield twenty forty two, right? I don't think but you I... did last week now. Yeah, yeah. So now I have. Um uh long story short, yes. Oh, I haven't pressed video up on the channel if you want to check it out. Go ahead and check it out. Um, but uh yeah, the beta has glitches and has, you know, hiccups and stuff like that for sure. Um, but overall, like 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 from a core gameplay scenario, long story short, what they did was they upped the bullet velocity on a lot of the uh assault rifles and like SMGs and such, um, from a general standpoint, where you're not having to lead your shots when someone is only like we'll say like 30, 40 meters out, right? From a you know, like, like, in previous Battlefields, you would still have to lead shots and everything if it wasn't medium engagement. But they've kind of negated that and they've upped the, upped the velocity of all the guns. And uh, it feels real smooth. Yes, it feels like a bit more of an arcadey COD feel that a lot of Battlefield fans aren't messing with. But I think it's a good move overall because um, when you get in those long engagements, you still got to lead shots and, and like have to be skillful. Um to hit those long shots anyway, right? So there is still you know that that really um, you know require battlefield skill to I think excel mm-hmm. to like that I think you need to excel in battlefield still, right? But for those medium short range engagements, um it's a little bit easier for the common player that I think will keep a lot of people in battlefield longer um over time as opposed to just having to just be the hardcore battlefield fan to just stay around and just you know, are there. Um, so I think it's a good move. I liked what I played, but I liked what I played from the beta. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely more positive on it after playing the game for sure. Sure. I would just love to have played rush. Wasn't available in the beta. That's my favorite battlefield mode. So, uh, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, definitely more positive on battlefield, you know, shots to them. Just hopefully they weren't lying and saying that build was months ago when, uh, we see with release you know we'll Mm -hmm. we'll us we'll we'll see how it goes but yeah i have
0: only ever played bad company 2 and i liked the reveal and now that we've gotten further out i've seen more of it uh obviously the No campaign i'm sure it is fun i have yet to play it yet but um you know, there's just so many great games right now that yeah, yeah, I'm making yeah. time for one that I'm not fully in on, I'm not fully about, and I'm with you. I do hope that uh, the the issues are genuinely fixed by now because it's it's coming out soon, very very soon. Yep. So, same day on Nintendo Switch, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. As of today, got some previews out there. Read up the Game Informer ones. Uh, As somebody whose favorite Pokemon games are Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum, it seems like they are keeping very authentic to what made those games great. Good quality of life changes that have been improved as the series has aged, being retroactively put in here. And the underground system sounds very cool, very new, it's a completely revamped area of the game basically the entire map has a equivalent underground and you can spawn dungeons in there and rare pokemon will appear you can go specifically trying to hunt specific pokemon um that is all very very new to the game so it seems like a great addition and i think as a fan of this game warrants the initiative of a remake rather than just a remaster hearing all that stuff so
1: i'm excited you're picking this one yeah, up right Uh I am. I've uh only have Pokemon Sword. I've played a full Pokemon. So uh this one I've heard high regards for from multiple family members and of course Christian here as well. So uh yeah. I'm excited for sure. Yeah. Like um other than other than Dread, this was my other Switch game I'm picking up this year. Um I think that might be it as far as I'm aware. But um but yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm definitely excited. Very, very nice. Um, there's not much
0: else in November outside of, of course, the grand finale to this epic long saga that is Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, 14's major story they've been telling since it launched is going to be concluding with the expansion Endwalker on November 23rd uh, for Windows, Mac, PS4, and 5. I put maybe like 20 hours into fourteen this summer, it's a it's a amazing game that I do not have the time for, but once this saga is over, I might try to hop in for the next one. I think. Mm. But did you see earlier today? It's now the most successful Final Fantasy.
1: I did see that. I did see that. You love to see that arc. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, really do. You really do. Speaking of Final Fantasy, shout out to. Uh... The first soldier, which does not have a date yet, it's supposed to be out sometime this year, but uh, we'll see. Battle Royale on mobile only. I'm getting a uh, what's it called a backbone for this thing, you know. Nice, so. yeah. I I would like yeah, to hear backbone definitely. impressions on the
0: show when you get it.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm yeah. I'm I'm still negotiating on the old offer app to see which used one I'm gonna get, but if I get it new. I get three months of Game Pass, which is, which is quite interesting. Play Forza you know, on there, To dude. say the
0: least. Maybe not on the phone, but like I on could. your Mac you can do it. I could. I could. I could. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll so, see. Uh, and when it comes to December, there's really not too much. Uh, Solar Ash, the follow-up to Hyper Light Drifter, recently got delayed to december 2nd that is hitting windows ps4 and 5 uh just a day later we got a couple big well-known things releasing we got chorus it is one of the chorves chorves yes this was was this a ps5 event or the game awards i think it was game
1: awards okay it, i don't think it was a ps5 event
0: it's no. like a sci fi 'em up star foxy type game it's uh releasing it on Windows, PlayStations, Xboxes, and Stadia. It looks like it's got a high budget, or at least the presentation is like pretty nice, but I I only ever played like one Star Fox game. That on Rails sort of thing never vibed in me personally,
1: but Yeah. I don't know. Same day? That one's a maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll see.
2: Yeah.
1: I bet
0: <sighs> Is there like is there some PlayStation deal with it for marketing or
1: something? I feel like I've seen it at like a state of play or something. I thought that Xbox had a marketing thing with chorus actually, but um, I'm not sure. I don't I don't think it's tied to PlayStation in terms of marketing or whatever. Okay. Okay. Maybe it is. I don't. Know. No, honestly, I feel like I would know. I don't. I don't think it is. Yeah, I
0: really don't. I'm not sure. Yeah. But. The same day, we also have Big Brain Academy, which apparently is just Brain Age, but not called Brain Age. That's coming into Nintendo Switch. Also on Switch, same day, Advanced Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp, the classic tactics game from the Game Boy Advance. It's uh, basically Fire Emblem, but it's soldiers in modern day instead of medieval high fantasy soldiers. So, I I love Fire Emblem. I believe the original advanced Wars was also Intelligent Systems. Who does Fire Emblem? I'm curious about this. I don't know if I'm 60 bucks for two games curious. Uh I'd love if they broke them out on the eShop cuz I'd be down to try that first one for 30 bucks with the amount of love that people share for Advance Wars, but um I I'm curious if this hits because uh it doesn't look like it's taking the same fire emblem strategy that made fire emblem blow up so Mm, mm. we'll see how this does the last major game of the year halo infinite december 8th indeed windows xbox series game pass missing the game awards margin by a good amount (laughs) uh because it's releasing the day before the game awards so i'm sure keely will do some celebration but will not be nominated for a single award this year
1: you think it gets nominated next year i think it will
0: if anything really
1: yeah dude smashed it almost we have a big year next year bro we have a big can you tell me can you tell me one,
0: one thing that's announced for next year that's a multiplayer game that will stand a shot at getting nominated for either best multiplayer
1: or game of the year oh i mean like i was just thinking just like go but like, oh for go to like, be nominated for like multiplayer and stuff like that yeah i don't think halo gets nominated for Goey next year
0: for goat i thought you meant like anything uh because I think it's a, a lock for getting best multiplayer, especially or maybe yeah, even best yeah, ongoing yeah, sure, also. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, even noms, yeah, for sure,
0: yeah, yeah. I I'm struggling to remember if Smash got a Goatee nomination in 2019 because that came uh, out in 2018. I know it got nominated for stuff, but let me see. Uh, I can guarantee you that yes, Cyberpunk will not be nominated be. for anything this year. <laughs>
1: Super Smash actually, wow! Smash did get nominated for Game of the Year 2019. Yeah, yeah, dude. It I, was uh, Control, RE2 mm-hmm. Remake, Sekiro, Smash, Death Stranding, and Outer Worlds.
0: That's seven games. Yeah, six. Six, okay. Um, I think if the campaign is great, it has a shot at getting nominated next year. If it's just the multiplayer, then maybe no. But if the campaign and multiplayer, if the campaign is as good as the multiplayer is, I think it will stay in people's minds at least. It is a com- like a tough year next year, but I think if the campaign is great, like the multiplayer is great, it's got a shot.
1: I hear you. I hear you. Um,
2: I hear you.
0: Because I, 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 we talked about the, the flight last week for impressions, and I had a, a goddamn blast with this multiplayer. And at the very least, the game plays incredibly well. It feels amazing. And if the set pieces of the campaign are just fun like the trilogy was when i played it like i i'm down i'm stoked let's go because uh from the trilogy at least these games are just fun they're not meant to be serious they're not meant to be gripping narratives and i i don't think it doesn't feel like that's the direction infinite's going from what they've seen the way they've talked about it and especially not in like the tone of the multiplayer so i have faith and i'll be playing a lot of this year for sure
1: i will be watching with eager eyes i'll be watching very intently Mm -hmm. absolutely
0: does does keely have a set limit for nominations because i know the oscars are up to nine films and they don't ever do all nine. i don't think i'm unaware okay
1: i'm not sure if either
0: of us can ever ask him a question that's one of them i got you how many how many noms <laughs> but that's it what is your hype what's your hold up
1: uh duh, 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 duh. yeah i think overall of games that i definitely plan on playing excluding those that like have my interest but I'm not sure if i'm gonna get it day one um my hype's gotta go to guardians you know i'm looking for a good time it seems like it's going to be a good time. I think I'll be having a, having a good time with Guardian. So I think that's my hype. And then my holdup, I think, again, out of games that I'm for sure going to be playing, um, I think it's got to be Vanguard. You know, I can just see it just kind of just stumble and just not be, uh, just, you know, just be kind of an off-cod year. So uh, I think that'll be my holdup. Yeah. Not like the most craziest picks in the world, but I think, I think that's where we're at.
2: Sure.
0: Yeah. Um,. In my heart, I, th- I think the thing I'm looking forward to playing the most is Pokemon, but that's just pure pure nostalgia. Um, Guardians, I'm with you. It looks fantastic, uh, especially after these previews of Forza. I'm genuinely excited to just like chill out and play Forza and do some races with my friends. Um, Those, I think, are probably the three things I'm looking the most forward to playing, but I will award the hype to SMT 5, because I think that game has a, a, a big shot. I think it was brushed under the shadow of Persona. Persona is its younger sibling, and it got outdone. And I think if any SMT game is going to be the one to blow up, it's probably the one that's going to be released as a Switch exclusive because that's just what the Switch does for a lot of games like that. So, yeah, SMT five I think has a shot at being a pretty major player come award season. I'm curious how it's going to do, but um, my hold up.
2: Hmm.
0: I hate to be a simpleton okay but yeah cod <laughs> it was battlefield last week but then i got to
1: talk to you about it and i heard other people talk about like here's, it's fun but it's got here's be the thing here's the thing i don't believe for a shot you were gonna buy vanguard anyway so what's what's a game that you're gonna buy that you feel the least worried about you know i think i think i think that should be the essence of a hold up right Sure. Of like you were, you were going to buy Ghost. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I'll say there's no fucking shot. You're buying Vanguard. There's no fucking shot. I'll, say, I'll Okay. You know.
0: Yeah. I'll say my hold-up yeah, is Advance Wars, because I I I've always wanted to play an Advance Wars game, but were you gonna buy it? I it's an I, it's an option for me. I was considering buying it, and I I think I might just. Oh. I can't tell. They, they they didn't even show it at the last Direct, dude. Like, the
1: last Direct didn't get, you yes. didn't get a second of Advance Wars. I I mean, hey, pick what you want by all means, but, like, I was looking for something that, like, I know you're going to buy. What's the least of those games that you were for sure going to buy? You know? If you're, like, for sure going to buy Advance Wars, then cool. All right, bet. I
0: mean... It was an option for me because I'm really not buying much this year. I, like, Halo and Forza are on Game Pass. Um, Pokemon, I'm buying. Guardians, I'm buying. And that's it. (laughs) Like, if I get an extra game this year, it's either SMT or Advance Wars, I think, out of everything we ran through. And Advance Wars is the one that I'm the least confident in,
2: I think. Okay. All right. I hear you.
0: So yeah that's i think where i'd settle because I, I really want that series to be like fire emblem because i want more like big budget big deal strategy games especially from like a first party perspective and i don't know i feel like they announced it and then disappeared <laughs> like i don't know what the extent of those games are <laughs> at all yeah yeah so we'll see Maybe maybe i end up buying it Maybe it's great, but I'm not feeling confident in Advanced Wars right now. Well, that's our last preview of the year. The next time we do one of these, we'll be looking forward to... Well, first we do uh, general 2022 predictions and expectations and hype, and then we'll do our quarter stuff later. But
1: until then, Kevin, where can everybody find you? Use the comments, as places, source. Uh you can check out my review for Canada Bridge of Spirits on there. Uh also a review of uh, a really cool addition to your PS five that could help you uh, you know, protect the longevity of your PS five. Definitely go check out that as well. Um yeah, Twitter at Vids, all that good stuff, you know. I'm out here working, you know what I'm saying? And uh yeah, definitely, definitely do those things. For sure. Where can people find you, Christian?
0: Uh, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, at 2 d uh, 2 youtube.com slash joyclicks for video uploads. I'll probably do a video about Metroid this week. Um, and obviously, Guardian stuff as that's coming up. Um, if you want to check out these podcasts, though, look up Joyclicks on your favorite audio service or Joyclicks Gamescast. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever service you enjoy the most. Rating and reviewing on that platform helps out the show a ton, helps us reach more people, and we appreciate it. If you want to help us out further, though, patreon.com slash joyclicks is where you can go at the $1 and $5 tiers. 5 bucks gets you producer credit on this show and every show we do, like Aaron Easton and Charles Applin. So thank you very much. And that, folks, is your fall preview. That is every game releasing the rest of this year. Is there a goddamn world, Kevin, where we get an announcement tomorrow of something coming out? before 2021 no. is over. No. No, I don't think no, so
1: either. Sir. No, sir. No, sir.
0: W- worth noting, there are some games that still have just 2021 as their date that don't have anything yet. Like I think the gunk is on that Wikipedia page and that's a game I could see be like, "Hey, so our date is actually December 14th, but like no nothing new." Not going to wake up and yeah. see something. That's gonna do it for this week's cool. show. Sorry, yeah. what was
1: that? I said like it'd be cool if something shadow drops, it will be cool, but like thinking like what, what ooh ooh matter. oh here we go here game we go. awards
0: shadow okay. drop
1: yeah oh yeah 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 definitely definitely something's gonna be there Hollow Knight Silk Song dude people will go fucking crazy that that oh, would be that's my height go no that's gonna go nutty. Wait, it, that, that'd be your hype. Did you like Hollow Knight? Oh, I love, I love Hollow Knight. Why did I forget that? Holy shit. Wait. I'm the one who made you buy I Hollow didn't Knight. I not think you played it. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were. This motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. You see, there you go. That's a... That's a... That's a... That's 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 a ding on you, sir. There we go. That's one. You sure. asked me when have i ever led you astray? Hollow Knight.
0: Yeah, well, you know? to be fair, you're in the minority on that take.
1: Uh... <laughs> I am not even combating that. That's I know fine. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's fine. I, I don't think it's a I, reflection hey, of my taste. That's what I mean. I've been born in my hey, I've been born a minority, Christian. <laughs> I know what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> well on that note, it's
0: pizza time.
2: It's pizza time. <laughs>